Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to your Rogue AI podcast. I am here with my co-host, Lamp Season. Unfortunately, Raptor is a surprise visit from him. And we are joined by our lovely guest, Faye Holiday. That's me. And one thing I do definitely want to mention is Rogue AI Podcast, the casting couch of all your gaming podcasts. And, and our, our very first guest of season three is shackled to the couch so he can't leave. <laughs> oh, boy. Fill me up, daddy. Oh, yeah, dude. We got uh, the, we, they don't call me the Luberderm Bandit for nothing. I hope they do. <laughs> so, um... Real quick, just want to give introduction. Uh, Faye Holiday here. He is a streamer. He is a YouTuber. He is a grand wizard of, of uh, dungeon mastering and mm. for his D&D things. He is also known as the Grand Rizzard. Yes, uh, the, the Wizard of Oz, some mm -hmm. might say. Mm -hmm. The uh, Wizard of Oz. Immaculate Riz. Yeah, yep. the, the Riz go off so hard <laughs> that they swear I'd be faking it, but it's real. Yep, and uh, I have actually personally known Faye now for what has it been now? Like damn near uh, a year. It's got to be sure, close yeah. to it. Okay, you know, call it a year. We've been uh, we were twins playing. actually. Yeah, twins and at birth separated. What's crazy is like our umbilical cords didn't even go into our moms; they just went into each other. It yeah, that's like, how tight we are. Like the Ouroboros of the internet. <laughs> Yeah, one, one year ago, are. about one year ago, they got to have their uh, Lindsay Lohan parent trap movie moment <laughs> yeah, and no. uh, tricked their parents into uh, meeting each other again. No, actually, actually, in like three years, we're going to invent a time machine. We're going to go back and we both are like, we'll both fuck each other's mothers. <laughs> it's such a good plan and I yeah. love it. Um, so yeah, Faye is primarily a variety streamer. He weaves in some Valor and he's got some, he uh, DMs some tabletop games and also is a big solo player gamer as well. Um, mm -hmm. As long as also playing with groups and he is an honorary member of the Cream Team and his title Ooh. is Grand Wizard. Yes. What we, yeah, what we that's where, that, that's so. where I first saw Faye was uh, through yeah. the Cream Team because uh, you guys play... Mm -hmm all kinds of games usually every wednesday yeah. on stream yep just about yeah. every wednesday on stream with self promo no shame mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. yeah um so phase links uh real quick will will be in the description as well so you can yep. follow him on twitter follow him on twitch sub to his youtube mm -hmm. and uh so yeah you guys uh let's die let's let's do a dive into the very first subject and i think is you know let's have Faye give his autobiography what do you guys think heck i mean just about as good of a time as ever that we're just gonna All start right. grilling you know, well, like this man questions yeah exactly like you know like that's a pretty nice yeah. top you're wearing yeah we're gonna start <laughs> mentally undressing him <laughs> for the audience hell like, yeah <laughs> hell yeah so, would be the first time so first question i'd want to ask is what is the origin story of gaming for you? What got you? What got you into gaming? What was like first console, first um, game? What did you watch? I have been gaming for as long as I can remember. I think the earliest memory I have gaming was PlayStation One playing like the Bugs Life game. 
Oh shit! Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, PS One fucking, fucking goes hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I'm turning thirty here in June, which is kind of fucked up. But yeah, <laughs> so I was a PS One kid. I play I play I played the shit out I, all Medal of Honor Rising Sun. Yeah, Medal of Honor. Co- you know, COD before COD. Oh yeah, Medal of Honor went so hard back in the day. <laughs> um, I, I played all that shit. I played, um. Final Fantasy, I play I play everything. And then going into high school, I did a lot of D&D and stuff like that. I even made my own TTRPG in high school. Nice. Um, called Mile 47 with my uncle, which is like a it's like a Fallout type, you know, post apocalyptic. Like, yeah, thing. I feel like Magic the Gathering's up next cuz Oh, that's yeah, no, actually, in that realm of things like I I used to <laughs> I used to, with all my friends during lunch, go to the library and we would play magic. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> oh hell yeah. yeah. Then we we go to Friday night magic too. I remember um, we do drafts and stuff. And I remember I I actually met like the state champion there, and the guy had like Super Mario tattoos and was clinically obese, but he was like the <laughs> coolest guy I ever met. Like this hell guy yeah. obviously got. Z- zero bitches but i was like this guy gets all the bitches for sure <laughs> he was the most sigma chad of all like you know he's like the yeah. sigma chad he doesn't give a fuck dude he didn't yeah. go to prom he was building magic the dude. gathering decks for everything yeah no they 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 had the prom their prom on the back of this guy like he's like the lion oh, turtle jesus. dude oh jesus <laughs> like a great lion turtle from avatar <laughs> <laughs> yeah this guy was sweaty dude yeah, but, not, to, uh, not to derail you, but I've got a good uh, Friday Night Magic story myself because I played Magic in high school as well. And what colors did you play? Like uh, my main decks were like a blue. Like this was around a Ravnica era. <laughs> he started shaking it. The minute yeah, he goes like, blue, he's like, "No, nope, mm, no, nope, I don't want this anymore." It was blue, blue green, stacking one one counters. <laughs> like you know, that was the deck. Like the whole premise of the deck, shift, okay. like stacking and shifting one one counters. Mm, okay and right. being annoying as fuck with it and then green white and it was like a human like uh creature themed deck and that deck was really mm. st- strong because of the control and the white side oh yeah the control in that deck was really strong you you would get yeah. like if, if i stun locked people with that combo they'd get so mad <laughs> So but, you don't like playing magic. You just like making other people not play magic. Yeah. Like, I'm hearing. Yeah. Sounds about right. You just yeah, sit there and they're like, I cast. And you're like, no. I took my younger brother with me to, you know, uh, Friday Night Magic. I let him use the human mm-hmm. deck, like the one that, you know, that's really good. Yeah. And we register for the tournament. We get going. And in the first round, he gets matched up with like a fucking seven year old girl. And he's like 16, and he's thinking like, oh, yeah, I'm getting a fucking layup. I'm about to win. No, this seven-year-old girl fucking destroyed him. And he was, like, he was so fucking mad. Like, it was the funniest I, thing ever. Like, he's so mad fucking too. mad because he's like ultra com- – my younger brother's like ultra competitive too. He's like the motherfucker that like, would, would smash controllers when he would lose in like Mortal Kombat. Because oh that was like his favorite oh video game. And he's just like getting mad as fuck. I was like, bro, well, I was like, bro, you can't be fucking mad at a seven year old girl. You gotta get <laughs> some respect. Like she's out here fucking slaying. <laughs> I so my I had two really powerful decks, um, but I never like I never really sweated too hard. But one of my strongest was I had a green red Eldrazi spawn deck. 
Ooh, Eldrazi. Yeah, the Eldrazi era was super fun. Yeah, and so basically my god hand is I could get a 7-7 with obliterate 1 out on the field turn 3. Oh, Jesus no. Christ. Because it was like, you, you play a thing, get an Eldrazi spawn, play an Eldrazi spawn thing, and then they, I would get four Eldrazi spawn, then the hand of Emrakul, you sacrifice four Eldrazi spawn, he's a 7-7 seven, seven obliterate one. <laughs> See, and Magic that was, the Gathering was, isn't about playing, sure. it's about inflicting like pure emotional <laughs> damage. Yeah. Mental <laughs> damage. True emotional like, damage. <laughs> like, your parents could never get divorced, and you'll have trauma like, <laughs> if you play that game. <laughs> The other one I had was like old Zandikar, and it was just a full black deck, and it was uh, vampires, and it was a kicker deck. And so, like every time I throw down a uh, um, a vampire, it was like you sacrifice a creature, like the enemy sacrifices a creature. Or something. Oh my so god! It was like control while putting things out on the ground. That was pretty good too. Yeah, you're a, bit old, you're a bit older than I was, so <laughs> than I am. So you got access to the like the more fun metas of Magic. Oh yeah, no, it was because great. after uh, Ravnica Magic Reborn, nowadays. after Ravnica Reborn, like the theme started, you know, like the deck started yeah. getting go like it started getting really like narrow. Like yeah, you could it, only you play a certain way. Like they they limited the amount of play options. I feel after Dude. that. Yeah, no. Nowadays, I, I can't even play Magic anymore. It's like oh. You want to play a deck that isn't a white fucking Leonin uh, life gain deck? Well, you're going to lose, so. <laughs> so with, um, <clears throat> I only just started like kind of paying attention more to Magic because my old roommate played a lot of it. And, he, and I tried mm-hmm. like playing some games and um, right. Commander, the Commander game style is like super new, right? Or relatively-ish new. Uh, the Commander format? Yeah, it's, it started, they started like officially oh, it supporting always? it around like 2014 or so. They started oh, okay. making the official commander uh, okay. stuff. Yeah, I didn't I, know if that I was cannot. like, uh, I didn't know if that was like a new earth thing or because he would watch YouTube videos and I would obviously hear it because, you know, thin walls. But and then I would ask him questions about it. And, I, and he goes, yeah, no, he, he was saying, like, yeah, commander's like one of the newest things. And I'm like, oh, OK, well, just imagine like him on the other side of the wall, just hearing red, like like I'm, I'm thinking of the clip of uh, Redwood playing Apex with uh, Brooke. Where there's a, <laughs> get his ass, get his ass, get his ass. <laughs> yeah, he's listening to Magic the Gathering. All right. And we're going to to build this deck. You're going to add this card and this card. And then you hear me beat his ass. Get it! <laughs> so, you know, we had two different aesthetics in this house. It was pretty uh, good. So on yeah. to the next question now. So, Faye, how long have you been streaming? What got you into streaming? And um, what are you like? What are some of your future goals, either long, short or both goals? Well, I started streaming like, I guess, about four or five years ago. Okay. never really took it too seriously it was just i was playing games a lot and i'm like you know it's like it's like i could be streaming right now like i have nothing against it and yeah um, everyone everyone told me i was really funny and i should be a comedian i'm like that's fucking hard so (laughs) i'll just stream that's it's it's a lot easier yeah Um, i feel similar to like why i got into it you know because i was just (laughs) like you know people would be like oh yeah you got those you got this like radio voice i'm like okay man like you know thank you and all that and then just being a gamer and then seeing people like come up and you know just fucking blow up like wildly 
This was before yeah. like the Fortnite era of shit. Like uh you'd see people like uh Lyric and Summit and all of them like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. fucking make like careers out of it. The old classic Summit monitor punch. Yep. <laughs> was that over a CS:GO game that he lost like a 1v1 or some shit? I thought that was over. What uh, was PUBG. it? I thought that was over like oh, I think it might have been PUBG. Yeah, probably PUBG. Yeah, probably. PUBG is the downfall of gamers. That that brought a lot of that that showed a lot of true yeah. colors there. Dude, I, yeah. I, dude, I I took I took a I I I never crossed that bridge, man. I tell you right. what, fuck that. PewDiePie crossed the bridge. I didn't have a. I, didn't have a yeah, no, he, I, was, I saw what happened to him, and I'm like, hey, you know what? I was yeah. stuck playing. Like, I'll take a boat. <laughs> all I had was like an Xbox. Well, like I had you know like original Xbox and GameCubes and stuff like that, and like for me, like what got me really into it was professor broman his destiny one streams when that was like really getting huge fridays high school study hall eighth period i said fuck homework i gotta watch professor broman in this and his squad run trials of osiris to see the map what's the meta this week what's new and like watch him watch him and his team like run raids like mm-hmm. i said fuck study hall i'm watching professor broman and I was like, damn, like, this is like really cool. Like, I really wait. I want to do it. But I was like, wait, I'm also a three sport athlete because in my high school, you there were no there were no clicks. I was the jock. I was the band geek. I was the nerd. I had to be all three. I yeah. had to kick my own ass and put myself in a locker. That's how small my school was. So I couldn't really get into it. And then when I started, like when I moved out, I bought a PC and then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. And I, I started streaming through my PlayStation for Rainbow Six Siege. I hit Diamond one of the... It was either Diamond or Platinum on one of the seasons, one of the two. And then, then the Fortnite boom, and now here we are, you know? Like, some fucking poggers yeah. time. I, I didn't start taking streaming seriously until about, like, a year ago, though, I would say. I was just yeah. kind of just doing it and doing it, and then, like, eventually I was just like, you know what? It's time to do it a little bit better. And then, you know, put, adjust the microphone levels, maybe find, yeah. fine tune things I, for better quality. Maybe yeah, no, add I, some stuff to the aesthetic of the overlay. Like, and, and that's when I that's when I met you, I'm pretty sure, because that's when yeah, I, I got, got into on that, Twitter. Mm-hmm, and we were I in got in that group room. chat and then yeah. I think it was Poser who originally reached out to me. And then then Chris followed in tow. And then I think the all four, yeah, all four of us just like started talking, and then we started mm-hmm. gaming. And then the cream team actually only started off as like a meme because we were just oh, fucking yeah. off. And then we were like, man, and then, and then we, then we made a Twitter for it mm-hmm. for shits and gigs, which nobody. Well, uh, it was originally the dream team, and I'm yep. like, this is cringe. We yep, should call it was the dream re- team because mm-hmm. because yep. it, it has layers. But then you guys took the layers off of it and just <laughs> made it an innuendo, which is crazy. Yep. <laughs> It's insane. Yep. What what three extra idiots and and a riz and a wizard of Oz fucking yeah, can like, do? Like the, like the cream team you guys all cream together. Yeah, we're, we're we're three over over sexual morons, and then there's fucking Faye. Guys, I, no, it's, this isn't it's what crazy I'm. Crazy when I have to be the straight what, man. It's insane. Yeah, things yeah, like, get a little 
like the dynamic, the dynamic that y'all, all of y'all have together on the cream team, I would have assumed, like, this is what I assumed, that y'all had known each other, like, longer than I've known Redwood. <laughs> but it's been about two years since I met him at this point. Yep. Because Rapture introduced him to me when they were still mm-hmm. with uh, Uncaged. Right yeah, around when, when Raptor in... came on to the podcast when I was still <laughs> when hosting I was... with uh, Crazy. When I was Back still in... in my org phase. Now I'm in my villain arc of streaming, if that's what we're going to call it. Yeah, <laughs> like, and, and streaming for me has kind of like been like an opposite story. I like, you know, when I started streaming, it was like during the Fortnite era. Like mm-hmm. I was like, you know, playing like comp and stuff because it was just like... Uh, fun to play comp with people that were actually decent at the game because uh yeah. one of my mods on twitch uh chloe is like god was god tier at fortnite redwood she i think had i remember we talked about yeah. that yeah yeah she had the sauce and she was teaching me all of like the like the big advanced mechanics of like comp and yeah, then i just started streaming and pyramid yeah. peaking just hitting Quick edits. Like, like, yeah. like tunneling, me, yeah, tunneling yeah. triple edits. All these uh, fucking, all these fucking zoomers, man. Like, and yeah, I came into rough. the scene like hotter than a fucking spoon at a heroin addict's house. Like, <laughs> it was, it was nice. I started really strong, but then just, uh, you know, it was like that lesson that people learn of like finding out, you know, like. You know, like not to trust everyone in the scene. Yep. Yeah. There's. We we've all ran into, into some, those getting people. into some beef. We love some good old beef. Oh, can, yeah. can we can we just name drop? Yeah, I mean, we name, name drop. Yeah, we name dropped yeah, the bitch dude. before on the show. Oh, yeah, fuck it's you, fuck Miss, Miss Giggles. Fuck, fuck Miss Giggles, bitch. bro. Fucking yeah, fucking oh, no. pedo cringe. Like yeah, dude, she's also a groomer. Yeah, pedo cringe. Oh, no. Fucking giveaway Yikers. scamming fucking low life. Like, yeah, yeah we go back to Minecraft. Like, <laughs> yeah, seriously. No, she just needs to go back to whatever cave she fucking crawled out of. Like, Bane not may even have Minecraft. been molded. Not Bane even Minecraft. may have been molded like by someone, the darkness, someone with her tendencies doesn't belong in Minecraft. Someone with her tendencies ain't belong in Minecraft, though. Let's That's be real. Right. Yeah, I'm. I'm not familiar with the situation, but I like I I do my best to stay out of drama, but I don't know. I'm just too good looking, I guess. Yeah, I just kind of it just kind of you know kind of got you know pushed into that because a lot of met a lot of my friends through like her stream. Uh, yeah. Back then, and it kind of fucking tanked my views. And then after that, I started doing stuff like uh, the podcast here. We've been going for over two years at this point with the show and i've been learning a lot more about content creation overall in general like editing and uh like editing graphic design thumbnail stuff i literally gave redwood a master class yeah, we, on thumbnails today yeah dude the I, nine three curse is real <laughs> the I, nine three dude, curse coin i am Beautiful. i am destined for streaming just because of how fucking lazy i am i did my first thumbnail <laughs> ever i shit you not like two months ago for my alien ttrpg campaign yeah. it turned out pretty good but i was like i was like oh, man i just i just need to start doing that <laughs> right yeah. there's there's so much so many annoying things with it but yeah. 
The reason I started doing thumbnails was because I got tired of these fucking, you know, these people that fucking blow up your Twitter DMs and your Twitch. Oh my gosh, dude. Talking about, like trying to sell their art. And some of them can be pushy as fuck. And then you just start like fucking like getting into like, it's even worse when they're pushy with them. Yes. It's so bad when they're pushy because it's like, Hey, they basically straight up would look you in the eye and go, your art sucks. Yeah, I'm like they make better. fun of you. They, they make fun of you <laughs> shit. Like, your art yeah. sucks. I can give you improvements. I'm like, they're, nah, nah, nah. They're evolving too. I had another one contact me saying that they were a brand, a brand, um, manager or organizer or something Ooh. like that oh shit they're like they're Be like on the lookout for I, that i do brand manage i could pull it up but something and i was like okay um what what would you do to me like what would you not what would you do to me? <laughs> what, 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 what would i expect if i worked with you and they're just like they said something vague i'm like dude what the fuck <laughs> like yeah that's but crazy there was, there was one gfx artist that i used and she was really good she did my badge art and stuff um uh, you know i'll just say it. her name is alice leo redwood i'm sure she reached out to you because she'll she just I think out we might have talked about something, everyone. but then it like never happened. I'm like, I'm, yeah. I'm over so, it. Like, it didn't matter. I'm pretty sure that account is run by multiple people. Oh. I found out because there is one person like like when she first got in contact and she was really cool and stuff and she was actually kind of talented. But then I could just tell that she was acting differently. And then like whenever she would try to get new stuff out of me, she like wouldn't remember what she had already done for me. And, and that's, like, yeah, that's a big yeah. thing. And I'm like, I'm like, I think that this account is just run by the company and how they have a whole bunch of different people doing it. Yeah, which so, that's uh yeah, yeah, I think I remember that person like reached out to me, but I was already kind of like happy with the position of art that I had at the time. Yeah. So I was I, like all good to go. If I have any recommendations for like any streamers or anything, go to Fiverr, find someone who's like a hundred dollars a fucking project and has a good portfolio and you'll be you'll be golden. And and that is the one thing you are paying for the quality you're going to mm. get. So if you yeah. think you can cheap out, don't. No. Just, yeah, you going to get on Twitter for being a cheapskate. Yeah. If you have the financial means to like want to like readjust your art do so but don't skimp out on it that's yeah. all yeah. i gotta say like, like that's the for biggest my, tip for my profile picture i got i went and i found this guy that does like anime style art and stuff like that um and i uh i'm sure if you look at it i don't know have you guys ever seen trigon i assume you have trigon uh trigon, trigon. oh like the like 1993 trigon yeah, yeah. yeah i've yeah. seen clips of it yeah it looks badass so at the end there's like uh there's like a card like during the the credits of like him in a hammock and i use mm-hmm. that as like a reference for the style of anime for my profile picture i was gonna and say so like, the 90s yeah. anime like their yeah, animation that shit goes hard that but shit the guy goes does specifically 90s anime stuff so I was oh like, that's really cool and i messaged him and he's like because they do some fucking bullshit they're like an extra like 40 dollars if you're using it commercially um but i just kind of like it was like oh maybe i will maybe i won't and then he's like all right i'll just do 120 for all of it and then like fucking really professional right away fucking two weeks 120 bucks down the drain but that that fucking shit I'm but it goes hard i really like it like years, it fits your aesthetic it fits the vibe that you bring like when mm-hmm. you click on Faye holiday stream mm-hmm. and you scroll down and while 
while a pre-roll ad is running because it's Twitch and they love their ads. Yeah. And they love to fuck us with ads. You scroll I down, you look that. at his panels, you look at his profile picture, you just see a dude with amazing fucking hair just chilling. And then when you go into his stream, same thing. He's just vibing, except in a hammock, he's just in a, he's in a chair being a nerd, and that's fucking fantastic. Yeah. He fit it, it's it, that is like it fits your vibe really well. I'm re that's really cool. Yeah, and that preface yeah. is a really good point for a lot of like up and coming content creators. Like when mm -hmm. you go for like art for your channel, you want to find an mm -hmm. artist that you know that you vibe with and like gets the vibe that you're going for. Yep, and is like more used to the style that you go for. Because if you're trying to, like, put off, like, a, you know, like a, like a more, like, uh, badass image or whatever, and you go for an artist that makes, like, cutesy emotes or, like, like really... style yeah. stuff, yeah, let's like, go with, style like... stuff, like, it's not going to go that well. They're going to be mm -hmm. out of their element, and mm -hmm. there's going to be a lot of lapse in communication. Yeah. yeah. And don't would... think you're pushing the artist either, because they could just sit there and be like, yeah, this isn't what I do. Like, go fuck yourself. Like, get away from me. Yeah. Yeah come in with like a 500 word essay on what you want and come in with uh mm -hmm. references like pictures of yes. like references poses, really help pictures of pictures of you and all that stuff and just have that set up for them and tell them exactly what they what you want and make sure like i said go to fiverr find the expensive ones with portfolios yep. over and, 50 reviews or whatever uh -huh. and uh Going prepared and you you won't be disappointed. Yeah, it doesn't really actually... apply to my like current like uh, layout of emotes because I made all of my current lineup of emotes I because I, I decided with the rebrand because I rebranded from wildebeest to lamb season over the last year, and I used to have you know fantastic emotes made by uh, you know a good friend that I've known for over five years at this point, and I was able to get a good. Uh, like like a good you know we were able to get a good understanding of what you know what was desired and like the references and all of that she made some banger wildebeest emotes i still use them as like uh stills or like reaction images in my like commentary youtube videos when i'd get you know when the opportunities present themselves for the certain emotes but it's just finding a, a good artist that knows you know, no, like kind of caters to what you're looking for and um, getting that communication going. Yeah, ah. but like uh, and even like that $120 or $140, or even if you're spending 200 might seem like like a lot. But like like my shit, like my thing, like you can put it on merch and shit and you can <clears> easily <throat> make yeah. that very fast. It is an investment um, in your brand. That's the way you got to see things. If yeah. you're really looking yep. to take it seriously. Like, uh, you can't go cheaping out on emotes because you want to invest in your brand in a way that yep. you can, that, in a way that will actually benefit you long term and not so Most much definitely. like short term. You just don't want like filler emotes that people are going to ignore, really. You want yes. emotes that people are going to get behind and, you know, rally to. Either they're like memes from your streams. Like mine right now are all just very different moth variants. I mean, I have a, a tactical moth that has a fucking uh, foul for when I play Tarkov. Mm. <laughs> got the angel. I got the angel moth for when I feel like a good boy. I've got the devil moth for when I feel fucking devious. And then I have the the love emote because we we do be showing some love. And the next one's literally gonna be the the moth wizard. Um, that one's uh 
a work in progress. The Rizzard, Moth Rizzard. Yeah, the Moth Rizzard. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like for me, like with my emotes, so like whenever I'm streaming, you're always gonna catch me either in, in a hat and a hoodie. That's just like what I wear constantly. So that's what like my emotes are based around is like my style of like what I wear and what you're gonna be seeing when I'm streaming. So like you know, it's just different things. Like I'm hungry, happy, sad, angry, whatever. But then I also have like some of my things I would say, like, oh, man, you know, like this motherfucker being goofy or whatever. Or how my one favorite phrase I've saying is, dude, th- that dude's cringe. Nene. Like, that ain't, that, ain't, that ain't it, G. Like, that's cringe. Nene. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just, yeah, invest in what's going to be your brand at the and end I, of the yeah. day. And I will and say, I, if you're thinking about rebranding, do it immediately. Yeah. Like, yeah don't, don't, don't pull the trigger. It. Yeah, don't sit on it and regret mm-hmm. not doing it. When, Especially when, when there's things like uh, the name change element of things. Like mm-hmm. if you've got a bunch of numbers and underscores in your name, you're not going to get like yeah. good search engine optimization. Yeah. You need and something that can roll off the tongue. You need something that can roll off the tongue. Like for me, Redwood, I was struggling with like, and I would say, I wouldn't say like an aesthetic, but like a brand, like a name, like what can I follow it? And first it was like, oh yeah, Redwood, da 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 da, Lumberjack, blah, blah, blah. It was like, it wasn't feeling right mm-hmm. so then i i i i went back to the drawing board and i'm like well i li- really like the idea of like the grim reaper like shinigami type shit you know like different sides different style sides like if i would if somebody asked me what's one weapon you could take in a battle with you i was like give me a scythe bro like that's what i'm doing like and i'm going all over the place like in some of my favorite characters that's their like weapons that they're wielding it like so then I just changed everything to now Red's Reapers. And then I went into like all my little bios and I'm like changed it all up to like fit that. And now I'm trying to like roll with that aesthetic. Like in my Discord server, my mods are literally called my death sides. You know, they're mm. fucking, they're my weapons of choice when I'm trying to get shit done, you know? And that's the aesthetic I'm rolling with. And even like my profile picture on Twitter, it's me holding a scythe. Now that's going to get changed. So. But yeah, yeah, speaking on like the brand thing, like yeah, I remember there was, was a like night a before... soft rebrand because you kept the same like name. And exactly. the one that I did was like a full rebrand. I yeah, changed you, the name and like the visual image. You erase you threw the board you had, you didn't yeah. just erase it. You threw the whole fucking board out, went to Walmart and bought another nah, one. I, nah, I drew dicks on it in Sharpies, fucking <laughs> And, and you know played beer pong on it and then fucking did the people's elbow on on <laughs> what remained of my branding on the table and then went and got a new one and just stuck a fucking moth meme on it yeah <laughs> you know redwoods is like like those like fucking like i forgot what they're called but those like horror things where there's two pictures of the same person but one's like eyes are just wider oh. yeah <laughs> but yeah um before i like i rebranded um basically a year ago because i actually started uh my stream the stream with my uncle drew and it was a dual like streamer like we both of us would stream he would stream like in the mornings and i would stream in the evenings right and so um which me and him have totally different vibes but uh and the stream name was actually more than three and it was a ref that's a reference to Alice in Wonderland because I'm a big yep. Alice in Wonderland nerd or whatever. Um, and then back then, um, like my gamer tag and everything was just um, it, it was just holiday. Um, 
And then I was like, uh, well, everyone's like, oh, Doc Holiday or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, I got to make it my own thing. And so eventually I chose Faye because, uh, you know, I just, I just love the Faye and I'm, I'm fucking fickle as a motherfucker. Yeah. And I am kind of manipulative sometimes, but I'm, I usually use it for good. So, yeah, you know, yeah, no, not, he, he, you know, he's definitely, he definitely puts you on the right path. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Riz, like, Faye the may Riz be a bottom, but yeah Faye yeah, may be yeah. a bottom but when he wants to top he, he put he puts oh, yeah, you on no. the right track I, i'm a brat we learned that <laughs> yes but, we've uh, learned that the hard way <laughs> but uh no like uh it was it was a uh, it was a very it's a very unique thing so i was like you oh know, yeah Faye holiday that's what it is yeah I, it, it was always like holiday because the vibes and shit mm-hmm. and then even like even my profile picture is is supposed to also be a uh, alice in wonderland reference because i'm supposed to be uh, having a smoking out of a hookah and the smoke actually if you see the full picture says we're all mad here um but because i i vibe with the with the blue caterpillar who's mm. just a contrarian <laughs> and just fucking <laughs> fucks with alice anytime she says anything he's like no you're no. wrong <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's not how it is yeah but, but, uh, yeah. yeah you gotta love the uh the, the the central like theming of like a lot of your brand and like your vibe is like the fantasy mm-hmm. stuff like yeah yeah like, hey, don't I even, like the way i met the you like personally others. was when we played uh dark and darker which was a topic yep, we played that dark on the and board darker. for the uh podcast but i just yeah. want to like mention when we first played dark and darker we just came in double barbing and I was, I was like, I still laugh about this one all the time because like now I'm just like subscribed to the narrative that I'm a barb IRL because during the raid, I was eating a taco while we were fucking playing and you guys got into a fucking fight with another team while I'm eating oh, this God. taco. You know, like, where the fuck are you? <laughs> I was like, Oh, I'm eating a taco. Oh, and that is a classic Barb holding up the raid, holding up the adventure because Barb hungry. <laughs> Barb hungry. I rage and jump off skyscraper. <laughs> wow. Well, the yeah. free bird starts playing. It's like the fucking <laughs> free like bird the, uh, solo. It's the Kratos it's, meme where he's yeah, like the Kratos meme where he steps off. <laughs> oh, Leroy man. Jenkins, like I'll eat a taco and then I'm just gonna go Leroy Jenkins. Yeah. Oh god! Yeah, like I remember we had a talk um, with one of the with one of the cream team members because I was like before we got in, I was like, yeah, I'm quickly posting this TikTok, and he was like, oh man, dude, like fuck TikTok, you know? And I'm like, dude, you are kind of fucking stupid for thinking that. He goes, what? Why? It's like it's a dumb platform. I'm like, it's a platform to expand your shit. Oh yeah. And then and then and then we got into it. He's like, well, I'm just doing this for fun. It's not a business. And that's when I went on the rant of like, no, like. Every time you go live, you are technically opening up your store and saying, I'm open for business. This, your artwork, your stream, everything, that is what you are selling to the people. Every time you go live, you are opening up your store, the TikToks, the YouTubes, the YouTube shorts, like, the Instagram reels, the everything. I got the perfect analogy like the for commercials. this too are like the commercials or the infomercials for the jizam where you can pick up eight ounces of jizz in one jizam. It is the best. Uh, I got the perfect ever. analogy for this. It's like, he's like, he's like one of those like dancing silver dudes on the street, right? 
And then when people mm-hmm. go to give him money, he just gets starts like getting pissed off and trying to attack them. <laughs> yeah, but like <laughs> he's, doing, your he's stream, doing it for art. Yeah, your stream, your brand, it's a business. Whether you look at it like that or not, that is in a sense what it is. Even you know, I've never done this for the money. It has never been for the money from the get go. It's only been for the entertainment purpose, and I thrive off of people. And the thing I said all the time, I don't care if I had a $1,000 a month. If one person came into my stream and said, your content made me happy through a dark time, that to me is worth more than a $1,000 check, and that is way better. That is worth more to me than a million-dollar check. I don't care because I got into this for entertainment, but I want to be able to have my content be able to reach other people. Yeah. yeah um i that's i so i've been like i said i've been starting taking it more seriously mm-hmm. and I've, I've been trying to do tiktoks it's hard when you work full-time can, job it can and then, be, yep. but uh way i see it is like every time like i fucking open up my dashboard or whatever my dashboard's always open if anyone can like not get a hold of me if you just type in my chat like it's just always there <laughs> and i'd probably like see it before anything else but uh the way I see it is like people like, you know, they support me or whatever for whatever reason. It's usually just the vibes and I can talk to people. They tell me about their day and shit like that. Um, but like, you know, they fucking they sub, they pay. And, you know, you got a responsibility to go live. You got a responsibility mm-hmm. to be there for your community and everything, which is a good thing. And that's how I always saw it. Yep. And I just recently, if I've been like, you know, I should really start growing a little bit more, doing more things um i mean you got 1.5k followers on twitch man like that is yeah that is fucking that is insane like every time i like go to your channel like check you out to like see if you're live before i hit you mm -hmm. up on discord because i know it's gonna be the quickest way to reach you like yo Mm -hmm. you want to do a valor real quick or what are you doing and it's like i do like that's fantastic like seeing that like, yeah, I I think most of those are from the Twitch Sings days. I don't know if ooh. you guys were around for that. I remember I Twitch Sings. Get, I used to get fucking hammered, and I'd be doing karaoke for oh, hours. Oh, dude, baby. that's awesome. So, like, I I, oh, I yeah. think a lot of those followers were from those days, and a lot of them like don't speak full English. Um, mm. so I would say like probably like four hundred of those are probably from like Twitch Sings, just in general nice i miss that shit that shit was hype yeah uh, so what i'm hearing hot. is we bring it back is that's what i'm hearing we, dude, we bring, dude, it, back. bring it back dude. dream team they karaoke not question mark yeah right dude, I, would crash. I, I, I actually I do remember this so like i mentioned Faye is a you know he's a dungeon master for a lot of these um tabletop rpgs mm. that he leads and he actually got me into it because he needed a fourth for uh monster of the week monster of the week and I got in like he wa- and what's super cool is he walked me through it. He, you know, he broke everything down for me. He even dumb shit down for me when I didn't fully understand. I remember on one of our adventures, we were at the tap. We were at oh, like the weird. Yeah, we were basically at the local watering hole. <laughs> and Faye's like telling a story. Other people are doing this. In the story, I was drunk as shit, and that's because I actually was drunk for the adventure. You oh, just yeah. hear me in the background singing "If I Could Turn Back Time" by Cher in like a quiety, like whispery voice, so that like the others could still do their dialogue. Like, dude, we gotta bring that shit back. I'll sing Cher, yeah. dude, all day. 
Yeah, I mean, that video is still up on my YouTube, yeah. too. The Monster of the Week. Uh, which one? Was, was that the... I think that, that was, was the, the Puppet family. Master. That was the Puppet Master one, yeah. yeah. That was I the Puppet Master one. Two or three? Yeah, because before, when my first one was like that Relay Station one with the aliens. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the kid that we couldn't find at the end of the adventure. Hmm. They just up and disappeared. Yeah, I'm sure that that's yep. fine. He'll turn he'll turn back up at some point. And then, okay. then we did the puppet master one, and then we did the spider one. Ugh. Oh yeah, the spider uh, one. Like, yeah, that one. I couldn't HP Lovecraft inspired. Fucking all I gotta badness. say is this. I don't have a fear of spiders IRL. Like if I see one, <laughs> bam, smush, dead. Fuck you. But like, dude, hair was it Harry Potter Chamber of Secrets? Oh, yeah. Enlarged spiders. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep, it, like, I'm not scared of now. bugs. I'm not scared <laughs> of insects. But if a 400 pound praying mantis came at me, I'd be shitting my pants. It's only fear of oh, large spiders. Well, what, what's the what's the giant like phobia called? Like when you're scared of like gigantophobia it's like, yeah it's like gi- i don't have like like you know like i'm not scared of like the statue of liberty or like anything like that but like i have a fear that if i saw Daddy, something i want to go on that ride. <laughs> I, I do have a fear of like if i see something freakishly enlarged that shouldn't be yeah. i'm gonna lose my shit and yeah like no i i was shaking in my boots like i, I, I think if you ever want to like see like the actual like like the face side of me is you just have to watch me dm yeah well, he's such a good it's dm like, all the it's characters like, there's gonna be consequences mm-hmm. and you'll be like oh uh-oh i shouldn't do that like i i think like i like there like with you there was like one situation where you like there was that there was the corrupt sheriff and then you yep. and like Smitty and, went to yeah. go rob him. <laughs> we and, killed him off ramp. We just and, said fucking stab him. I forget what you guys did, but you just we, like opened the door or something. Yeah, we, we, we walked and, in the front door and, and robbed like, this poor guy. And I'm like, okay, the uh, the home alarm system starts going off and you hear <laughs> scrambling in the door and then, they, and then they kill him and then the phone rings and then the phone's caller ID said mom. <laughs> and he was like i feel awful <laughs> yeah that was uh, a good time we robbed the corrupt sheriff and that, but that's okay his money was then put you, to good use and then you found out that he was only being corrupt to pay for his mom's chemotherapy up to a fucking like, uh, what are you talking whatever. about? Gaslighting's not real. Stop making shit up. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, listen, everyone else is gaslighting you. You just need to listen to me. I'm the only one who cares about. Yeah, you, okay? this is so true, dude. Yeah, that was the fucking uh, like uh, best or the time. classic. A uh, bunch of people kill bandits and then they get a little crayon drawing that says "Have fun at work, Daddy." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've seen those memes. Uh, All right. So one last hard. big question, Faye. Mm. What? is what is the one thing that you want to try to achieve on twitch for you to sit back in your chair and go Mm. i made it mom like like what like what's gonna make like what is something that you want to achieve on twitch to put you in the mindset of i made it yeah what's the one you post on your wall like what's the picture like what's on your dream board what's on your it's on your vision board 
What's the like, one you ramble on forever to your grandkids about? I think I think all I really want is like to have like a really good community, and I would love to just like be able to do it for a career. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to be rich or famous, but I would love to like be able to put like all of my attention into my content instead of having to go to a fucking nine to five. Uh-huh. You know. You could definitely be the most wholesome dungeon master on Switch. The bar is already Seriously. pretty low because Arcadum yeah. set that bar so low that yeah. it is impossible yeah. to not, you know, it's impossible to sink lower than that. Yeah, I, I love I love the D&D content scene and stuff like that. It's just that that stuff takes so much work to put in. Like it, there's so much behind the scenes to get one of those going. And yeah, stuff. dude, the characters, um, Critical the Role is like, like the most like highest grossing thing yeah. on yeah. all of Twitch. Oh like, yeah, I mean, like you really just need the right people for it and stuff. You can really, you can really yeah. make some special things. At, and you know, at, at the end of the day, like I want streaming just to be my retirement plan. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I want it to be. I just wanted to just keep like doing my shit, doing my stuff, and then just be able to fucking you know, you know, retire off that shit. You know, just very nice. I out. like so, that. So, like, would, would would you like to be at like the point where like Morse Critical is, where you can goof off and do whatever you want? You can literally play yeah. with dildos and shit for yeah, just, fun. Just, yeah. just, just do whatever. Just, <laughs> and like, just, sit just, there. Like, just be me. And then like, sit there and go the one. League? The one guy that has beef with you and goes, you're canceling. No, bro. I just don't fucking like you. Yeah, I I, I probably have like big Charlie energy, except Charlie is like he is just he's just more of a gamer than I am. Like I I I have a problem with like finishing games or even like playing like one game a lot, because if I get pretty good at a game, it's boring to me then. I get so like, that. Like for instance, like League. Like I, I played that for a while, and then I just started getting S rank Renata games over and over and over again. I'm like, okay, this is boring. I just fucking like I didn't really climb in ranks yeah. like super high or anything, but I was just like, all right, I'm good at this. I'm done. But like the one thing I will say about League, right, that I understand the aesthetic that keeps bringing people is like you're saying, I got S rank after S rank after S rank. Like I got Mastery Seven very in like my first three hours of playing this champion right mm-hmm. and it bores the fuck out of you mm-hmm. but the nice part about league is there's another champion you can learn there's yeah. something else now yeah. like for me i struggle with that too it's not necessarily about me getting good it's about me getting bored and i hate yeah. that about myself because like rainbow six siege love the game to death love the pro scene you know you know, like one of my favorite casters of all time, dude. Like fucking Kickstar, dude. Rip kicks, man. Like he's the reason why. Yeah. I remember why I got into Rainbow Six. Right. Yeah, I remember was report, because of yeah, him. covering that on the podcast. I think I don't know if you and Rafter were on the show with me yet at that time, but I remember covering that on the podcast. Yep. And, um, you know, and seeing that. And like I was getting good, like on console siege, dude. I was fu- I was whooping the ass out of M and K players because the issue with like Rainbow Six on console when you get to the higher ranks or when you climb out of that like piss slow threshold, you start running into people that are plugging in mouse and keyboards. Mm. And, oh, and then when you whoop their ass, that. excuses. Ooh, yeah, exactly. Latency, yeah, exactly. Like, right, on, and it was dog. fucking stupid. Right. So, you know, and it got to that point and then I just got bored with it. 
And I don't. Yeah. And, and then like I see these other content creators like not Otz. He's a DBD guy. I've been watching a lot more recently. That how can that? How can you put ten thousand hours into a fucking game? That to me is just mind boggling. I could barely imagine putting a thousand dollars in, let alone ten thousand. I I probably easily did that with World of Warcraft back in the day. But see, but the difference with World of Warcraft though is it's not. It's the same game. But there's more to it. Like, yeah, isn't World like of Warcraft has a grind you can World? always go for. Yeah. There's always something to grind for. But like in Dead by Daylight, right? I I couldn't imagine doing that. With you when you've used all the perks, when you've used all the survivors yeah, and all the killers and all the when you've done it all, what more can you do? Sure, they add a new killer and they add some new survivors and different things to influence the game. But well, but when there's, you've already a, done everything else, what more is there? There's like another side of that, too. I mean, if that's like all these streams, like maybe if he plays another game, like everything fucking goes down. Now, that's the other thing you got to look at, too, is like this game helped make my career. I have to keep playing it. Mm-hmm. Like, look at like the fall. of. Well, I shouldn't say the fall, but like, let's look at like a myth, right? Big Fortnite mm-hmm. guy, super big onto the scene. He, you know, the, the the Zoomers were catching up. Shit was getting hot and sweaty on the Fortnite scene. He, Rainbow Six had a huge event where it was like free to play. And they asked a bunch of creators like, hey, can you, can, you know, we'll sponsor your stream for the day or whatever. Like, can you play this game and like promo the event, this, that and the other. And he lost a lot of viewers because of that. All because he oh, yeah. switched to something different. And that can be scary at times which is why i don't like maining a game per se yeah because i i advertise myself as a variety streamer now sure maybe my variety Mm -hmm. is only three different games but you know it's the games that i enjoy and when a new one comes across my desk i'm gonna give it a shot so the the thing with that is there are like two types of viewers. There's mm-hmm. the viewers that are there for you, and there's the viewers that are there for ones for the, for the game. game. Yep. And and if you main a game, you'll get more viewers. You will. Yep. Um, but the problem is eventually you're not gonna want to play that game anymore. But you're gonna have like uh uh you'll have like maybe like five viewers who are there for you, and then like twenty that are there for there the for game. the game now. And then, Shroud, I guess, isn't like the best example, but when Shroud stopped playing CSGO, I'm sure he took a little bit of a hit trying to oh, go yeah, into streaming no. full time. Like, let's look at some yeah. of these bigger creators that are like Summit 1G, big CSGO guy. That's all he fucking played. He wasn't even a pro player. That's all he fucking played. But then when he switched to PUBG, I'm sure he probably took a small tank until people started realizing, mm-hmm. you know what? you know like this that and the other and it's and it goes for the same thing for anybody no matter your size if they stopped doing tabletop rpg and shit and Mm -hmm. started playing fucking i don't know like a fucking competitive valorant right let's say Mm -hmm. he puts out an announcement tweet taking a break from tabletop rpgs i got picked up by a competitive valorant team and be putting all my time into that a lot of the viewers that are like the viewers that would be there for his like DMing mm-hmm. wouldn't show up. Oh yeah. You know, There's the cool thing with, 
uh, or, well, the the like the the nuance to like people like Shroud and stuff like that is there's they, something about him, his aim, his personality, yes, his what he's like, doing. There is there is something there for like the other viewers. Like, how does this translate? Because this is interesting. Yes. Right. So like, but like, if you're playing Dead by Daylight all the time, like, let's be honest. Like, what's the what's the transferable skill? You know. Uh, for those things, like it's a competitive scene. It's like watching, like mm-hmm. it's like, oh, what if uh LeBron did baseball? Oh shit, that yeah. might be interesting to see. Like, is he gonna be good at it? Right. Um, Wasn't but, fucking Bo Jackson like super good at like football, yeah, baseball, yeah, like everything yeah, else? He, yeah. yeah, he was like the only like he was like the only player. I think he and Deion Sanders were like the only two players ever to. uh compete in two major professional sports in the same like calendar year yep and bo jackson did that for like several seasons like Deion mm-hmm. sanders only did it for one you know he's right. the only person to hit a home run and a uh score a touchdown in the nfl in like the same week i believe if, if oh, i'm nice. remembering correctly because he scored a kickoff return touchdown in his like first game ever in the nfl Oh shit! Which was like around his last game in the MLB because he yeah. played in the MLB until the uh, NFL like season started. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Bo Jackson yeah, but... did that forever, but it's like for like four or five years, or at least until he like dislocated his hip later in his career. But you don't really see a lot of people like take uh, their like their skill set and like move on to another game very successfully, mm-hmm. like very often. Yeah. Like, if Shroud yeah. were to try to play Minecraft, I don't think his aim would translate very well. No. <laughs> like, but, let's, 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 let's call it as it is. Like, I love yeah. the clip of the famous clip of Shroud. What it, well, how did he put it? My, like, hundred hours. Did is you guys know that I've hours. actually played with Shroud? Did you? Yeah. Opening weekend of uh, Apex, I got into Shroud's lobby. Nice. I was playing with some of my fucking idiots. Not stream friends. sniping, not stream sniping. He wasn't. No, 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 no. no. I, I didn't even know. I didn't even know it was him. My buddy was the one who recognized his gamer tag. But we made it. We were the last two teams. And before we could get set up, I mean, I have the clip somewhere on my channel. Before we could get set up, one of my buddies just starts shooting at Shroud because he was doing the zip line thing where you go up the yep. balloon and like yep. drop down. And I was like, don't fucking shoot. And then he just fucking with the wingman comes in <laughs> and fucking head taps e- every single one of us. Yeah, I got. To, I actually got some kills on Shroud in Fortnite, like early on in my streaming career. Like I hit mm-hmm. Shroud up a couple of times on Fortnite, and I didn't realize until you know I saw like a video of Shroud on YouTube. I was like, mm-hmm. I killed somebody with that exact same name on stream earlier. Yeah, no, that's uh, it yeah. showed us like the you are the champions and stuff. And my buddy's like, that's fucking Shroud. It was like Kaiser G. Yeah, yeah. And, like, yeah, and I was like, I was like, who the fuck Shroud? <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. I was, Before I, I even I started streaming, been... something that got me to start was mm-hmm. I was playing Quake Champions because I used to play Quake 3 tournaments and stuff all the time. Because I was a big Quake 3 player and big Unreal Tournament player like in high school. Mm-hmm. And I decided to try Quake Champions when it was in uh, beta. And they they had also got uh, Doctor Disrespect to play it, and I got uh, into yeah. Doc's I got into Doc's lobby, 
and was fucking creaming him in Quake Champions. Like, just jumping circles around him and fucking lighting his ass up. And a bunch of my friends started spamming me on Discord and DMs like, are you playing Quake right now? Are you playing Quake Champions? And after one of the games, while I'm loading into the next lobby, I'm just like, I hit one of them back like, yeah. And I was like, why? They was like, oh, you're whooping Doc's ass on stream in front of like 12,000 <laughs> viewers right now. I was like, dude, oh, shit. <laughs> dude, I want to know why he got banned, dude. Yeah, that's you, the fucking all-time no, conspiracy. No one no one knows, so it's got to be bad, right? <laughs> if no one I feel, knows. I feel like my leading like reason or theory for it is like he breached mm. his contract with Twitch by like trying to negotiate a deal with a different platform on the side. Probably. Possible. I feel that's like what that, I think. Like, I feel like he would have said something, though. Like, I feel like that would have yeah. been made public. Like, because like... I feel like there's probably like an NDA or something in his like deal with Twitch where they can't disclose exactly what the terms were. Yeah, but I mean, like you can still talk about those things. You just can't disclose the details, right? Exactly. Because like, you know, like with the YouTube contracts, like with Ludwig and stuff like that, they'll be like, oh, I'm making millions of dollars. I can't tell you the exact amount, but I can tell you I'm making millions of dollars. Yeah, given the generalization. Yeah, it kind of does leave a lot of like, you know, room to question when it comes to that. If it was, if it's something like that, then why wouldn't you just say, say that, right? Because yeah. there's like there's like a some really bad ones too yep. out there with like you know like um sexual misconduct and shit like that mm-hmm. uh, and it's like that wouldn't be worth just being like whoopsie daisy I accidentally said it was a breach of contract whoops you know? yeah then, exactly because that shit that shit is that there's something there maybe he yeah. got replaced by a lizard man. <laughs> Oh yeah, he was fucking with that Shungai too much. Uh, I was gonna yeah, say maybe yeah. there's a reason why the, he's wearing the Shungai, those glasses. The Shungai went into his skin everywhere. and he became a, a fucking uh, skinwalker. <laughs> All right, well, this is talking about like these kind of things, you know, like Shroud and contracts and shit. Let's let's segue into the esports bubble bursting here. Yeah, like, like yeah. last uh, week. Uh, and let's half not or call so. it bursting per se. Let's say that there's there's some leaks. There's some holes in the bubble right now, and the air yeah. is fading fast. It's it's all FaZe's fault for going public. Now, let's, start, then, with, yeah, let's start with that. Because um, then people could see the book. Yep. <laughs> which, yeah, so, which went public about a year ago on the New York Stock Exchange. Um, yeah, on the NASDAQ. Yeah. And yeah. they got backing from like a lot of different individuals beforehand. Like uh, Snoop Dogg was involved with their board yeah, of directors. Face Snoop. He, he wasn't involved. He was, I mean, he was involved monetarily, <laughs> he though. He had about a million dollars into Face Clan before they yeah. went public. And yeah. over the last year or so, Phases thought they started really strong. They were going up for a while. I'd say about halfway through this past year, about the first yep. six months, they were doing all right. They were doing well. And the last like six months here, they've like their shares like plummeted. Like right mm. around the time you started seeing people like Phase Tico, Phase Rain making these like Phase Clan exposed videos and talking mad shit about the, yeah. the organization. About yeah. about the inner workings. Yeah. yeah the- the problem is when you go public like that, 
uh, all your books become public as well. Yes, and, all your profits. Uh, Faze you... hasn't made any money. In, yeah, they they yeah they've reported a net loss of over this past year that they've been on the market of fifty three point two million dollars. <laughs> Despite making dude. seventy million in revenue, which is a lot. They're still reporting at a loss of $52.3 million. Yes. So and if that's what the all fuck your are they profit, spending $120 million on, bro? Yeah, exactly. Like it's, CEO salaries, man. Apparently, dude. Like, Banks needs yeah. another tattoo of a content creator that's going to fucking out them in six months. Dude, they got. They need the fucking. They need that juvie formula protected by a fucking. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Knox, they're, they're not really going to be saving any kids with the uh, $53.2 million loss. I mean, exactly. Like, and it's insane. Like, growing up watching FaZe yeah. Clan, dude, I remember, like, dude, the videos Xbox 360 getting pulled in, joining FaZe or getting like a random voice message from an actual member, like seeing those videos, the trick shots, the everything. Like, Phase wasn't a corporation. It it they they held true to what yeah. they were. Yeah, it was, was a grassroots a passion project yeah. movement that that fucking grew exponentially. And then they started getting into the competitive scenes. You know, watching Pro COD, watching Halo, watching even I think I think Gears of CS, War, like CS as you well. Know, like everything, right? They're growing. It's like, and then now here I am at twenty five years old knowing about FaZe Clan for probably damn near a decade and just watching it just all fall apart. Yeah. Like, and now let's talk about like 100 Thieves, right? They had a bunch of fucking layoffs. Now they have to restructure practically fucking yeah. everything. Was it uh, Counter Logic yeah, Gaming? Counter Logic Gaming. No, Counter Logic Gaming is gone. Like, yeah, like done. they're done. And now yeah, we've got fucking, out their what League is of it? Legends, TSM uh, sold their series. fucking, TSM sold their fucking, um, LCS LC spot. And froze all esports Or no, it wasn't, T it wasn't TSM. Uh, yeah, FlyQuest was and TSM? TSM. Yeah, TSM and FlyQuest are trying to sell their LCS spots. TSM no, also NRG, froze. I think bought, no, I think I saw a thing, a tweet. It was NRG, I think, got TSM spot or like bought it out or something. Yeah. Yeah, NRG bought that. Yeah. Yeah. So, FlyQuest is trying to sell out too from their LCS spot. Well, I mean, then I've never got, heard of FlyQuest up until they're, they're like a league. They're like a league only. Yeah, they're like a league yeah. only. Like, and sometimes being being a league only isn't a bad thing. Being like a one game competitive wonder with like just content mm. creator doesn't always seem like a bad. I don't know, brother. Like, but if you don't have it. I want to point out something I saw from uh, Devin Nash, who is like a expert in the field. Mm -hmm. He did a video about the esports industry fucking collapsing here. And one of the uh, in instances he brought up in his video is like a league only that you only really know for in league and maybe CS, which is evil geniuses, right? Yeah. Well, evil geniuses had on too, Twitter, you know, and their engagement on Twitter is fucking piss poor. They get like 20 likes per tweet yeah at 600k the future, plus followers like the future, the future of esports e is, is gonna scary. be like what it's uh, no it's it's gonna actually be better because uh, it's gonna be creator funded so you're gonna you have like toast valorant team 
You have like the mogul, uh, yeah, Ludwig's moist, team yeah, going moist into esports, and then moist esports. That's what's going to be happening. Is all these, uh, all these really rich and really successful creators are going to end up, because uh, you I mean all of them love gaming and stuff. And what they're going to do is they're going to make they're going to save it. Gonna they're going to try to save yeah, it. They're going to bring it yeah. back to its, it's roots, the be- grassroots. Like, yeah, yeah. So not this franchising and- bullshit. Like, let's talk about yeah. that real quick, right? Ooh, let's, let's, let's start maybe. with the. Let's start with the group that started off this whole franchising trend, Overwatch League, okay? Yeah. The Overwatch League was like one of the first esports to ever quote-unquote franchise, where your teams are centralized, they have a centralized location, you know, and, and, and stuff like that. Now, that's how it was branded. <laughs> like, fucking Chris Puckett left Codcasting oh. to go do the OWL. So, Brother. you know, because of like franchising and all. Yeah, that, I want right? to mention last May on this podcast, Crazy and I covered the fact that uh, Activision reported that they are still owed. They were still owed at that time over four hundred and twenty million dollars in franchising fees between Overwatch League and Call of Duty League. Yep. Like they're charging that much money to run to get their teams into this league and it's not sustainable. Like, let's be real. Yeah, no, like, esports like, is yeah. not sustainable. So, that is but if you advertise that off rip, right? Like when COD made the shift, right? Yeah. I paid attention to a lot of the COD people because, you know, I got friends that competed in COD. I watched it with them, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah, like, like the there, was a lot of, expiring. there was a YouTube lot of hesitation. Yep. There was a lot of hesitation for a lot of these players because, you know, I grew up watching Scump. I remember when Scump was fucking, you know, like, I think, like, fucking 16, right? Yeah. Like, this man has a house. He bought a house. I think he, if I remember, he has a wife, and he's probably going to be starting a family soon. You cannot ask these players who have been in your bubbles for fucking years to now uproot their lives and go move somewhere so they could be closer for, like, practices and scrims and everything yeah. and whatever. Like it's fucking like when COD franchise that to me was like the start of a downhill. Yeah, like now sure the franchising might be easier. It's like they're trying to chase the traditional sports model of business. Yes, and but what they esports don't get is about, not like, a traditional. Esports yeah. is not traditional. So, like you yeah. can't just throw. You can throw, you know, whatever. Like fifty-two, like however many people are on an NFL roster on a fucking private jet funded by funded by that organization you know like fly the detroit lions to fucking atlanta for a week for for a fucking game that they're playing on sunday but you can't do that with esports you just fucking can't you can centralize them for like a major or like a world's tournament but and have them come out for that but you shouldn't be trying to like build like or get like a stadium space for these people in your town and then have the and do the same thing because let's be realistic. The NFL earnings and esports earnings are too total. Like it's fucking. It's yeah, I want to mention yeah. the fact that NFL esports is here. NFL has a multi-billion-dollar like, media deal per year. Yes, with multiple yeah. media outlets, so they have that here's, money. Here's the big difference between uh, like the NFL and like the pro gaming circuit. 
And the the difference is, if you want to see professional football, there's really only one place you can ever see it. The NFL and that's Network. On, that's on the NFL Network, and that's the only place you can see it. You can't even if you go like to well, your, your local high school news game, will broadcast you're the not going to see broadcast yeah. the team, but. But that's like, besides the point. The difference is for like if you want to see pro League of Legends, for example, you can go on a Twitch and you can see every single pro player streaming almost fucking eight hours a day. Anytime mm-hmm. you want to see pro gameplay, anytime you want to see someone do who's really good at the sport, is it's just a click away. And mm-hmm. that's that's something that um like the pro gamer circuit just isn't like equipped to actually monetize like you can't monetize that yeah Um, because if you try well like two of the issues you also run into is like twitch dmca right like let's like let's like like that that's also a big factor i can't i think there was like a big thing like i think it was twitch itself was holding like a fucking big stream right or it was like something was sponsored by twitch they had Metallica play. It was a yeah. Twitch event. They had Metallica playing. A Twitch event was DMCA straight. Oh, no. And they, from a yeah, live performance. That. Like, we, you can't, like, yeah. that's Twitch itself. That's the website that we're all associating but, ourselves with. That's getting fucking striked for Christ's sake. Yeah, but here's where, <laughs> here's where the difference is, like, the biggest thing is, like, like you said, the Twitter interactions with these, uh, like, gaming yeah. Like these old game like gaming things aren't aren't there. They there's nothing there. There's no reason for people to go there because all the hype like just isn't there. No one gives a shit. Yeah. Um, but if once it's creator funded, like it's fucking Ludwig's team, he's got four million subscribers. That's four million people that interact with his content daily. That's four million people that are gonna be hyped for to here's, watch here's Ludwig's team part. versus Toast team at the VCTs. Yeah. Here's the crazy stuff is like custom games are free. Yeah. They don't you don't have to pay a hundred grand for a spot in these like old fucking events when all these people who have more influence over the gaming sphere can yeah. just make their own in-house thing and ha- and they already have like such good um good sponsors already that deal with them yearly that they can easily get um funding for this place with so much more interaction than these old gaming spheres. Yeah. Can we talk about the simple fact that, like, to expand on that a little bit, is, like, like obviously, like, League of Legends has their own Twitch channel to, like, broadcast the games Valor does, and that these creators have more viewers than yes, the fucking exactly. official pages for the, for the games, right? Like, let's talk about yeah. that. So, like, yeah. what you're saying is exactly true. You know, you get Ludwig's team up against fucking Toast team for, let's just mm-hmm. say, the VCT World Cup, right? Or whatever they fucking call it. Yeah. Right? That, like, fucking Toast probably gets hundreds of thousands of viewers. Ludwig gets hundreds of thousands of viewers. And Valorant only got, like, 56K at their fucking lock-in, I think. Or, like, they were only in, like, the couple, like, like 50,000 to maybe 70. And unless it was, like, a big matchup or, like like, a semifinals or whatever. And then you get, like, League of Legends where, like, you know... I mean, it's just look thing. at like what's crazy. Did you guys see the chess boxing event that Ludwig did? Like that yeah. was hype. Yeah. It was well produced. That shit was professional. Oh and yeah, he, he ran it just even, even. And I'll tell you what, that shit was more entertaining than any boxing MMA fight I could ever see. Like 
these yeah, creators can literally like do it better. Class, Wait, somebody like... break this down for me real quick. What the fuck is chess boxing? I, so they I would, didn't hear so it. Right. Is game it is exactly how fight. it is? You take yeah. a piece and they just fucking it's, just give them a right hook and they I think keep it's, going? No, nah, they I did think a chess match and minutes then they would get out of chess. Fight. Yeah. And then one round of boxing, and then oh, two okay. minutes of chess, and then one round of oh. boxing up to seven rounds, and you either win by checkmate or technical knockout. Okay, okay, that's okay. Yeah. That's act. That sounds bad. Yeah, I would love to check mention, it out. That is badass. I would love this, to this watch that. Really good. Yeah, I want to circle back to the esports industry though. I feel like the current model of the esports industry would actually be profitable if the publishers of these games didn't charge outrageous amounts of money to fucking franchise out their leagues or to like, you know, we're so stingy with their official leagues because Nintendo won't let the Smash community do their own goddamn thing. Yeah, Call of Duty at, and Activision are charging fucking tens of millions of dollars for franchising. League charges millions of dollars for franchising. Valorant charges millions of dollars for franchising. Apex is the only one really that's like, you know, open Fortnite's kind of open, but Fortnite doesn't have the hop anymore. They kind of, well, what's cool about apex, right? Last year's ALGS, you know, I watched that, um, and whatnot. And it was pretty cool. Like you've obviously got the big teams now, hundred thieves, energy, all this, but then you get some fucking like three Joe blows in their fucking garage streaming their ALGS side. And they're fucking Team Cheeseburger. Like, you got Team Cheeseburger yeah. wiping fucking third-partying phase and fucking wiping their team. Yeah. But then in Apex, you still have, like, the fact that, like, the competitive, you know, like, the ALGS stuff really isn't, like, appealing to the esports fans and, and all that. They don't do that much with, yeah, like, nobody- like, official events. You don't really see a lot of tournaments hosted by the community because this is something we ran into with Rogue AI as well when we, you captained the Apex team for us, Redwood, mm-hmm. is that it was so goddamn hard to get into the scene. It felt gatekept. Yeah, it, it felt was, really yeah, gatekept. It was, it, it was hard well, to try to reach out to people. Well, the also thing we were kind of struggling with too, like let's be realistic. The other, it, it felt it felt gatekept. Yeah. You know, talking to these other like esports owners on Twitter and whatnot, and other people involved in the space. It felt really gatekept, and not only that, it was hard to find like a third. Yeah, I would have been. That was if the we also found, like, like if we could have found like a like a league that would let us play, or like a scrim place that would let us play. I would have swallowed, you know, I would have swallowed my pride and probably beat my head into a brick wall every night after just to play Apex and get us going in that scene yeah. but nah yeah like that's, uh, that was the hardest part but then you get like fucking team cheeseburger that just happened to fucking qualify because i, I you know nothing against them but like they were they just felt maybe looked to me it looked like they just happened to be in the right place at the right time oh they had the strats i remember literally, that was the team that had uh, literally revenant. last year last yeah, that was the year team that ran revenant yep. yeah last year the samsung held a fucking $100,000 fucking tournament, right? Six games. There are 20 teams in Apex Legends for a full lobby. The biggest prize pool that any ALGS tournament could have put to get, couldn't put together up that to that date. They had to start the shit with 16 teams. They started a $100,000 six-game tournament with 16 teams that they reached out to one of the streamers 
to go listen, chat, all right? If you want to compete for 100K, here's the tournament code. First come, first serve, baby. Get your team together. First come, first serve. Oh, Lord. That's fucking, okay. Uh, 100K, yeah. fantastic. That's fucking pathetic. Yeah, no. So I think I think that the reason that there's so much gatekeeping and stuff is because, like I said before, these e, these esports places they don't have that much interactions, so they can't really afford to be like like they, having they're... phase red and phase white kind of teams. Like in these, they they can't they, have yeah, multi team. They need, they need to keep it centered because they can't afford to just like let anyone or everyone in because there's simply just not enough people watching to validate it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But who's to say this, right? But who's to say something like this, right? Like his Watson apex content creator. Pretty good at the fucking game. I was yeah, in a former was like, rank whatever. one, like former, former rank, rank one, former consistent rank one apex yeah. predator throws his hat into the ring. And I think Furia won the war one ALGS. I'm pretty sure. Or like they 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 placed really really high. So you're telling me that a content creator who's dedicated his entire life or the for his the life that he could give to this game per, on release brings his audience to his compet brings his audience to that that the viewership mm. isn't gonna like the viewership's gonna go up. You cannot yeah. sit there and tell me that. These content creators that are getting, you know, let's call it 5,000 viewers that at least over 50% of those are not going to want to sit there and watch their favorite streamer compete in something. Yeah, I think that's what makes them scared because they don't have that kind of influence. So letting then, them, letting yeah. someone coming in with that kind of influence, then all of a sudden it's, it's like, you know, say you're at a birthday party or you're, you have, you have your birthday party and you invite your three closest friends um, but one of your closest friends invites uh, their friend, more people yeah. with them, yeah. and one of their birthdays is happening. Now, whose birthday party is it, right? Exactly. Kind of so, like ruins the aesthetic a little bit. Yeah, so there. I think that's why the gatekeeping is there, is because they don't have as much influence. So if they but you can't sit there. And, but the one thing I look at See. is like this. If you go through all the right channels, if you perform, because they're, I'm pretty sure Apex has like, open scrims if you want to call it that to where like they maybe throw you into with a random team for these teams to scout you but let's yeah. say you you know you have seven thousand viewers for your channel right i'm just throwing out random numbers here so don't fucking yeah. quote me on anybody but you know let's say you have seven thousand viewers watching you because you got good at apex you've dedicated the time and effort into it you're you've reaped the rewards of the content side of apex right now you want to try to dip your toes into the fucking into the cop scene, right? Mm -hmm. So you go to one of these open scrims, which like I said, I'm pretty sure they have, and you get scouted and you get picked up. You go through all the right channels. ALGS can't look you in the eye and go, you can't participate. We don't want you there. Yeah, that's, yeah. What, I like. that's, that's why I say Apex out of all the major ones that go now. I feel Apex is the most like... Uh, like the mo the more the most inclusive because it has opens. Mm -hmm. Fortnite does as well, but Fortnite kind of fell off with their esports scene because, like, for over a year, Epic Games was like really fucking just 
dead ass quiet. Not a goddamn word was said yep. from Epic Games to the you know the competitive scene, the community. And Valorant dropped at the exact same time when they weren't saying shit. And a lot of these players left for like Valorant or whatever other games there were out there. Like I remember uh Solom who won who got like second place at the Fortnite World Cup, uh quit Fortnite after the Fortnite World Cup when Valorant came out to try getting good at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of the big competitive games aren't mm. very inclusive on letting people into the pro scene. I think League of Legends is like one of the biggest ones. Yeah. Because all the pro players don't even play ladder. Like they don't even. No, they don't even they play don't ranked. Even, they play like no, to they, get. They don't. They, they do play not. their. Yeah. They play their scrims. They. Yeah, they, they play, play their scrims get, and whatnot. And there's like yeah. a minimum rank that they have to reach. To it compete. is diamond. You have yeah. to. Be, I think you have to uh, be at least yeah. minimum diamond, diamond and you have to consistently Which, hold it. You have, you can't just hit diamond once, throw your hand to the ring, and go. I'm ready. No, I think you have to consistently hold it. For yeah. starters, but and, like, but the thing about get... league that I, so like, Rainbow Six started doing this thing now where they're in a sense franchising, but their sense of franchising is opening up to the world. We talked about this on an episode of the podcast yeah. actually, um, where like they'll hold open majors, but then they'll hold closed majors. The closed majors are for like I would say some of like the bigger teams to help get to the the, the bigger ones, right? Like the whole, I guess it, I think how did I? God, I can't remember how I fucking explained it, but I went like word for word on a document, and this and that, right? But they open it up to do something like that, and they have like a global standings leaderboard. So let's say you barely scrape the bottom of the barrel to get into these majors, right? But you start winning like your seasonal games. Your seasonal games are going alright, but you can't seem to pull out a majors win, right? If you're standing on the global leaderboard is high enough, you get to go to Worlds, whether you want a major or not. Yeah. And I think that's really cool. And I think League of Legends should try to do something like that because the issue we run into is NA can't compete with the fucking, like, Korean teams unless these guys uplift their entire lives for three months and then go to Korea to boot camp. And it's the same thing for, like, Korea needing to go to EU or EU going to fucking Oceania, right? Like, it's the same thing. These players have to uplift their entire lives for months at a time to go boot camp. So fucking, uh, fucking double lift can AD carry in a game against Faker and get decent practice without the high fucking game? Yeah, so yeah, so Double If can play against people like Gumayushi from T1 yes. and uh, like stuff like that, you know, play against yeah, like, like Karia and fucking Gumayushi and all of yeah, those Yeah, like it's, it's insane. Like, yeah. like League of Legends, I think, should do something like that because it would help with the global matchups or cross-region yeah. matchups is how Rainbow Six put it or how Gubisaw put it is it opens up for more cross-region matchups. So when you get somebody like a Brazilian team, like I think Ninjas in Pajamas, going up against fucking um, a team out, out of fucking Japan, right? You know, like they do stuff like that. And I think that League of Legends should do the same thing. But when you've had a esports, I would say, like format set for a decade... That can be kind of hard to switch it up, and I get that, but like, NA's a fucking laughing stock for Christ's sake. Yeah. We all joke well, about Blabber 
and him being the scuttle crab king but in a in a i think it was dream hack or something this motherfucker was flash mining for a scuttle crab like it was a fucking ranked game and yeah. gave up 400 gold for first blood to an olaf who then went i think ran mid and got a fucking another kill like yeah the difference with like na versus korea is the amount of people in one server and the amount of people playing so yeah. like yeah na has a lot of players but not even as much as uh as korea and it's spread over like four server or two servers over an entire country and you oh, can get the challenger uh, china's case where they got like the uh no so they had the regular server super server yep but the, see, the thing about the super into. server yeah you have to be personally invited i think yeah. by riot to do yeah. that in like a Chinese super server, Kiana One Trick Beifang is currently, at least last I heard, is currently in Korea. And he fucking, I think he hit Grandmaster or like damn near Challenger in his first week, right? Because obviously he's fucking good at the game to be on the super server. Yeah. And he was going up against people like Faker. But like, but Double Lift can't do that. He can't just get yeah. invited to a fancy fucking server while he's in his fucking home wherever he is, wherever he lives you know fucking hundred thieves closer the jungler can't fucking you know get invited to the super server and fucking go go play against these fucking cracked out um asian region fucking players like they it just can't happen mm-hmm. so that's where we're left I mean, with i think a great not being able to this. to do it it's a that struggle you can, that you can just see is like nice how he recently went over well he went over because playing. his wife was moving because his wife is in the navy so they were already moving to korea when she got her orders i yeah. think yeah but i mean he went over there and he's got his goals or whatever and yeah. i think he's made it to masters now yep but, he I struggled mean, he, off rip he, but then when the new season and he's now like i think last last i think somebody said he's master tier yeah, which is pretty fucking that. good. Like, let's be real. Oh, it's extremely he's good. He's pretty fucking good. Like, yeah, I mean, because NA Challenger is like Korean yeah. gold or some shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, like even right now, Tyler One and uh, Doanel are both in EU West right now. Like, so is Charismai. It's struggling. Charismai is over there too. Like, Rank One King NA is struggling over in fucking EU. And yeah, a- it's. A streamer that got challenger in all five roles mm-hmm. is getting his teeth kicked in. That just shows like that it's, that it's right just, there. There's just so many so much more competition and because there's just so many more yeah. people there. And yeah. but once again, these teams have to uplift their lives. And in a, in, in a like to, the, you know, to, the, to boot camp to these places for months yeah, at yeah. a time. In the and get, case, to get a, a, it's like the And to get a visa for, to do that is gotta be yeah. a fucking nightmare. You need, you need a you need a Korean cell phone. You need a Korean address yeah. just to have one account in Korea. Yeah, it, like yeah. Korea super on that account, It is over. You can't get another yeah. account. Yeah, and there's no like people be smurfing all the time in NA. Like they get to fucking gold and they're like, well, time to fucking go to bronze, and it completely destroys the continuity yep. of the ladder. Fucking what's his nuts? Um. Not trick two G. What's the one fucking top laner Jack's one trick? What's his fucking name? Can't think of his fucking name. A TF Blade, right? Yeah. TF Blade. 
Multi-time challenger. Also in EU right now. TF Blade. I remember I watched a clip of Tyler 1, and somebody read his chat. While Tyler 1 is doing his challenge, right? TF Blade currently on his, like, 10th or 11th fucking unranked to challenger. Cheater recalled... And then pinged his jungler to dive a level 20 player who doesn't even know what his fucking abilities do. Like, Smurfing, it's a fucking problem. Yeah, like, it's, you know, it's a big problem. You know, like you got somebody. OK, but now let's break it. Yeah, let's um, I guess kind of like diverge that's... a little bit to like into like the Smurfing a little bit, because that's the subject I think we were talking about. Yeah, but before you do that, I want to mention for League of Legends, like the NA scene being weaker also is because like the meta for like competitive gaming and NA is geared towards FPS games. That's yeah. where, you yeah. know, that's where mm-hmm. NA, you know, really goes hard. Like everybody goes hard on the, uh, like the FPS games, the fighting games, you know, the FGC is pretty strong mm-hmm. here as well in the States. Like, you know, it's like the FPS games, the FGC, um, even stuff like Madden, you know, there's a lot of like, you know, uh, split pockets of like competitive players that league doesn't really pull as much as it does in like a region like korea or china because you know they don't have like the same fps games we do you know they have PUBG. yeah i think that's about the only but one but they also have different censorship things too yeah. right like let's look at like let's take anime for example right in anime over here in na if somebody gets stabbed, you see blood. You go to some place like China to watch what? the exact same anime. It's you white. See, it looks yeah, you terrible. See cum. You see cum. You basically see cum. Oh like, yes, yes, dude. The censorship. There is a scene in Spy Family. I hate to see fucking. This is. I would hate to see the first episode of Goblin Slayer in that fucking. So much worse. So in the in in a recent anime Spy Family, right? There was an episode a while ago where they were explaining the backstory of one of the characters, Yor. She's she's an assassin, right? So there was a scene in their backstory when that episode was released that she was trying to, and she was a child, right? Called maybe 14, 15 or something like that. She was young when she got into Mm -hmm. the assassin gig. Over here, red, blood. Yep, she's an assassin. She's like trying to wash her hands, wash her face, do everything. But then you, but then somebody did a side by side. And it's just white. It's like, no, no, oh, no. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. Like, so the censors, so the censorship is different, right? You, I don't know if like you can necessarily, I don't know if you can, I'm sure you could, but I think it's like more of a pain in the ass to play COD over on those areas. Yeah, I'm pretty sure to, COD's like entirely banned in yeah, China. Like there was a thing about censorship in Rainbow Six where there is an issue. Ooh. Of like changing some things around, yeah. Um, like like some of the um, you know like um, anti terrorist groups they have like skulls and shit for like patches. Well, those were gonna get completely fucking removed from the game. Yeah, I think they were gonna redo. I think maybe like Kavera's face paint or like something. They were doing things to like censorship the game for China. Like there was a whole thing about it, but I don't think it all fully went through. But. Yeah, but I just wanted to mention that for League, though. Yeah, you good. Yeah, that's why I want to mention that for League. The diversity of, like, games there are, you know, in this region and in in Europe, too. Like, you know, but Europe's a bit different because, you know, the 
overall pool of people is larger in Europe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a bigger country than and it the is infrastructure for like you know bigger region, I should say. Overall, in Europe, is mm -hmm. a lot grander than it is in the states. There's probably there's more servers over there. There's more there's yeah. more like mini servers. Like some people for like some League of Legends content creators, I actually did move to Chicago so they could be closer to the fucking server. Yeah, like but yeah. So like to segue a little bit, um. Let's let's talk about uh, Smurfs and cheaters real quick and our opinions on them. Because I remember, I think we were talking about like, didn't somebody yeah, say something this is that an upcoming, Smurfs yeah, need, yeah. To be, like, need to go no, to jail or something? No, shit? this was yeah. Now the yeah, back, break this down for me. To yeah, come back. Our, uh, now that our now that our most handsome Grand Wizard is back, yeah, we, we are gonna go we, over this like this. Somebody little forgot the into. bucket. Somebody forgot to give him a bucket, so I had to unshackle him from the couch real quick. But he's back. <laughs> he's reshackled. So I, I I brought this up to Redwood because I'm co I'm gonna make a uh, YouTube video of sorts covering this, like a little commentary bit, mm -hmm. because I'm gonna inject my opinions into a YouTube video in shorter form. But mm -hmm. there was a tweet from Nick Merckx earlier this week saying that like cheaters should be like thrown in jail like, you know people cheating in regular like like ranked queues and shit in the apex legends <laughs> should be like thrown in jail and jake lucky posted the screenshot of this tweet and the it's discourse the internet, in the comments yeah the discourse in the comments was the most like toxic cancerous aids of all time i'm seeing like pros from other games <laughs> Coming in saying like they should they should be killed and I'm just like bro that's a that's about dumb as fuck like, like let's pump the brakes for let's, a video yeah. game let's pump the brakes there I think I think when like money's involved like in a tournament then like yeah. possibly like maybe misdemeanor yeah. charges sure yeah like fraud but, like if it's yeah, in, like yeah fraud, if somebody yeah, illegitimately easy. wins a tournament and gets like money that you know is yeah, like, like taxable yeah like should, those fishermen that fraud. were putting like weights in their fish and shit to make them like now that's actually but see stuff. the difference between that and like esports right so you're fucking with the environment itself that's a different story okay like yeah. they they were taking a resource a influence in the ecosystem and stuffing fish fillets and weights and winning hundreds of thousands of dollars in these tournaments and those guys got charged because of all that now see but that's also like the dnr stepping in and going you are fucking with like like let's just say this right now like especially like up here <laughs> the dnr is like super like they they will they will get your ass for something at some point yeah no matter even if you know you did everything right the dnr is gonna roll up they're gonna hand you a fucking ticket yeah, it's the like Department of whatever. Natural Resources, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Department of Natural Resources. Like here, so, yeah, here it's but like, like the in game esports, wardens, right? Okay. Like, yeah. First off, it's a fucking video game, right? Okay. If you are good enough at the fucking okay, now I hate to say it like this, but let's just put it out there. You're a pro fucking player. You have hundreds of thousands, if not probably damn near millions of dollars in earnings from these tournaments that you've participated in. Sure, it sucks that you got a cheater in your fucking game right okay get over it yeah like, so i'm sorry that you're that you're top 10 predator and you need 500 points you need to spend 500 of those points to get into a game and you got minus 20 
fucking Crimea River, yeah, right? But now let's talk about the crypto throwers that's been actually span that's been spanning now. The biggest thing that's the new that's like the newest thing that people are getting paid through crypto so to like, stream snipe games and throw them. And there was evidence of this because I've seen a TikTok that a dude was doing was hacking a game of Valorant. To, it was either he was on Tenz's team or he was like hacking the game to find a way to make Tenz lose, and he was getting paid in crypto. I think he was yeah, getting paid like and that's full Bitcoin to, circumvent. to throw yeah. Tenz's game to make him lose this radiant ranked game. Yeah, and the problem with that in particular is if they are operating a business model off of this, they have to pay taxes fraud. because yeah, that's, that's, that, that there should be some yeah, sort of like fraudulent fraud. embezzlement. Yeah, that's tax fraud. I don't if know. You're doing now, that's something. That, that's tax fraud. You should bro. fucking Now like if you're, you know, whatever, you're just some like let's like let's take Tarkov, right? You got the good hackers that go into the game and kill the other hackers. I've experienced this myself. Where I had a good hacker, we ran into him. It was a PMC run. He saw our names, our levels. He popped into my stream, and he goes, "Hold on, I, there's a hacker in dorms. Let any and then he's like, just chill here for a minute. Don't go there just yet." So he uh-huh. he found the guy. He killed the guy in dorms. He goes, "All right, you guys are free to go." Yeah, you weren't playing go with ahead. me that time, were you? No, <laughs> yeah, no, I was, I was playing say, with some work friends. That. Yeah. So a friendly yeah. hacker, right? You know, that's like that's like the FBI taking somebody that hacked their system and then giving them a job that's taking a criminal and giving somebody a job now let's look at like val now you know like uh like apex cheating right oh no boo fuckity who somebody cheated in your battle royale game that you didn't get the best rng and you probably would have died off spawn anyways whoop the fuck get over it yeah like you couldn't find a gun like, in the see, you I'm couldn't find a gun the in the first either. four building. You, you couldn't find a gun in the first four buildings you ran in, yeah. but then the hacker got his hands on an R99. You still had white shields and he insta downed you and knocked you. Boo fuckity who? You weren't going to get out of that situation anyway. So fucking cry me a yeah. river. See, this is going to be my major point that I put in my video that comes out about this because that's going to come before the podcast. Yeah. Is the fact that if they want the United States government, local police forces, the fucking FBI, CIA, whatever, to get involved in this. That means money has to be taken from the tax dollars that resources. people pay in. Yep. And that means resources that we're taking away from healthcare, transportation, mm-hmm. like, you know, like infrastructure for the roads. They literally uh, need to cure a task force. Food out of, like, starving children's mouths. Like, it's stupid. It's really dumb. Yeah, like... Yeah, no, I... I the, here's another big thing is like most of the people that cheat in video games are like children like they're like yeah. kids yeah. they want to so, be radiant with their with their favorite yeah, creators it, so they're gonna cheat in yeah, what god forbid they're, they're, they invest my for like i pay taxes I, and if they invest my tax dollars in goddamn battle I I'll be pissed. i'm gonna headbutt a unicorn in minecraft like this is <laughs> this is just what you do right? someone cheats in-game. you In-game. report them and then, and then, like the service or whatever, Valor or whatever, just IP bans them. Like fuck it. Yeah, exactly. You know, right. Easy. So, you don't need any extra shit, and I don't think anyone deserves to like go to jail unless <laughs> it, it has to do with like money and shit. Like, like, like yeah. the like the crypto throw, like the crypto throwers, or yeah, or like the crypto that, throwers. That, uh, now, like when you cheat, like let's you know, like there was cheating in pro 
there's cheating in pro shit like all like a lot. There was a team, a CSGO team, Optic India. Ooh, this yeah. dude was popping off this tournament, right? Some questionable flicks. I forget there what the some, dude's name was. Uh, I forget his name too, but there were some questionable flicks off rip, and I was like, okay, well, you know, let's chalk it up to the fact that he's a pro player. But then there were some really sus shit. So while tournament organizers were coming over to his computer, he's sitting there, he's fucking screwing. He's like 1980s hacker movie, scrambling to delete shit. <laughs> and then he got the team like got cut off, fine, whatever. But then there was another CSGO team where the positioning of the players, you obviously have like the map for the spectators that has all the info. No, no, I think it was one of the players. They were doing one of these. Yeah, League did that. I have not league. <laughs> he, was, he was doing one, he was doing one yeah, of these things. Was, he was doing a head lean. There but, was a CSGO one too, where the coach was actually telling the players because he was in the yeah. like in a booth. Thing. Yeah, he was yeah. in the now you shouldn't go to jail for that. Find yes. Yeah, yeah. We're also talking about a justice system where. Uh, but no, but we also have to look at the fact that that's on the tournament organizers. <laughs> that's on the tournament organizers for putting the players in that position. Like another whole can of worms, where a lot of these people are in a different country where they're not citizens and stuff. Yep. So it's hard to actually prosecute, charge them, and anyone. do that yeah. kind of thing. Um, not to like mention that. the legal system is already kind of like you know the, the criminal justice system is bonky. Because we're talking, like I want to mention this because the longtime listeners on the podcast were really a fan of this story when I told it <clears> back in <throat> episode five. No. Uh, <laughs> When Chris Chan got released from jail like two weeks ago, like a week or two ago, and th like their situation was like so bad, like with the court system that the trial got pushed back for a continuation like seven times in a row to the point where they basically dropped like the, the more severe charge. And they had already served their jail time past the point of the other crime that they would have gotten yep. put away for anyway. And they had to, like, the court order, they had to release them by court order. Like, well, we're talking like about the justice system that limit. takes, like... Well, wasn't that, like, the statute of limitations or whatever? Or am I not necessarily. Like, the it's thing? like the fact that, like, when you, like, would get arrested and you're being detained and held <laughs> before trial, that that time counts towards whatever sentence you get, unless it's, like, a major crime, like a murder or like you know like a severe severe like very you know you're gonna get put away for fucking 400 years type of crime yeah like it's like you know for most cases like that's gonna be put towards your sentence and what christian situation is that they served over 18 months in jail and like the the maximum sentence for the uh the, the charge that they got put away with which was uh, incest was over, you know, already over with. That was like 18 months, you know, it was already done. And they, they, they it got pushed back so far. They didn't, they decided not to pursue the uh, charges for the more severe side of it. And they just let them out. And we're going to throw video game cheaters into that mix, wasting the court resources that could go mm. after people that do commit fucking worse crimes. Lawyer, we're gonna, fees, yeah, we're gonna jury, duty, bailiffs. Yeah, 
Like, it's fucking, fucking video insane. Game. Yeah. Get a when better, and just develop a better anti-cheat system. Like, let's oh, look yeah, at it a like lot that. Of, a lot of this responsibility really just needs to go on the video game company. Mm -hmm. That's just the truth. I mean, Jesus Christ, Valorant installs an anti-cheat on your computer right away anyway. Mm -hmm. There are times where I turn on my PC, ooh, Roy Vanguard didn't boot properly, so you have to fucking yeah, you restart fucking your PC. restart everything. Yeah, You're like, fucking, it's yeah. kind of fucking insane. So, like... See, like, the only, like surefire way to like circumvent this shit and make it not as big of a problem honest it's something yeah. people in america will not want and that's what There's they have in korea like we mentioned earlier where you have to have an id that you know specific to your locate like region kind of like what korea does you will so, have to like use your fucking social security number or your driver's uh, license I, and i don't want to do that because the i'm not the biggest fan of the social good. security thing like yeah, okay. I'm okay with yeah. something like what Korea does, maybe not necessarily like the cell phone extent of it, but like you know, an actual address, so, a verified email address with two-factor authentication and shit like that, right? No, nah, they have to put like government IDs in there, like you know, yeah. like, a, like a you know, like a government that's, like in like yeah, a government ID. That's kind of insane. Like your, yeah. like your driver's license number or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, so like, I, I don't want very, the game server uh, to hold that because the hackers will get it and we're going to get fucked in the ass if one of these like game companies gets fucking hacked because God forbid it's going to happen. So I have a very interesting sort of perspective on this that I'm pretty sure really hasn't been talked about. Um, are you guys familiar with like the deep fake AI porn shit that's been oh, going on? Yeah, we actually yeah. covered that. We covered yeah. that on the podcast. Yeah. Have you, actually, have you seen what he's the company he's been working with since then to take down those sites? It's a it's a company out of uh, um, Norway, I believe. Um, and what it does is it uses AI to find all of these sites and take them down uh, and, and then initiate takedowns for them um basically Ooh. instantly so yeah. and because that they are like a partner for google it doesn't go through any screening because it's such a trusted source so basically i, I forget what they were doing before with like the lawyers like paying twenty thousand dollars for a lawyer you'll get like six sites take down but within 24 hours of them launching that they were able to get 500 and something sites taken down instantly. So what I'm hearing so, is, is like that South park episode where the Denmark yeah. put up the troll hunter well, computer thingamabobber. Yes. <laughs> it's but the same thing. If you look at where people are getting these cheats, they aren't making them themselves. They're getting them off of websites yeah. online where they pay a bunch of money. So with the with the development of AI and how they can take down sites more like faster, better, quicker, um, it's oh going to be God. really hard for people in the future to actually get like acquire these uh, cheats as long as we utilize these AI yep. sort of programs um, like they are. So I feel like some of the AI arms race between the cheat devs to have bots like build you know AI build websites at a fucking lickety split like quick rate. Mm -hmm. and advertise it versus like the the game developers and their people and the publishers mm -hmm. doing their shit like you know what you were just yeah. describing it's gonna be yeah. an arms and an yeah. arms race but it's but also, also shitty a... too because like it's human error like yeah. let's take there's... that into account yeah. too like sure fucking rodney who's only been working at riot for fucking six months is on 
they can't he's on fucking cheater detail right like let's just call it that he's on fucking cheater detail he's the one yeah, who's going through the the accusations yeah. and all this other shit reviewing the games obviously these people are gonna slip through the fucking cracks yeah and that's, that's going to be of as well like people are slipping through the cracks there's also a third thing here too where there's gonna be ai's monitoring where people's money's going as well so there's there's going to be multiple layers of it's going to be really hard to do illegal shit. Yeah. Um, just basically because like paying like two hundred dollars is like basically what you pay for a fucking hack. You know, you download yep. it off the site or whatever. Um, two hundred dollars just going to some fucking weirdo out of like, you know, who just made a Ooh, hack or whatever. Yeah. It's going to be picked up by more than just like there's like there's going to be layers and layers of A.I. just making sure that this kind of stuff just doesn't. Happen. Yep. Now, one thing I also like want to kind of unless delve the into government a starts bit making cheats, and then we're all is fucked. is the boosters. Let's talk about that for a second. All right, the big I think thing, boosters are fine. The, well, the thing. Well, let's. But now let's take a look at it like this, right? Because I've ran into this on multiple occasions. You've got the Apex boosters. You've got the Valorant mm-hmm. boosters, right? Yeah. Now, what I fucking geek at is the simple fact that, like, during my 24-hour Valorant stream, there was an ascendant player smurfing in a bronze lobby to try to get to try to get somebody who paid him to carry a game to get them mm-hmm. out of probably, I think, fucking bronze. Right. Well, yeah, that's going to be think, a lot harder to. Though the uh, I have like I just have an issue with boosters because it's like that's not you playing the game, that's not you earning it. Right yeah. now, that's now that's a pride thing for me. Because like when I when I first hit plat in Apex, I was fucking astute. I was happy. It was like mm-hmm. one of my better achievements that I've accomplished, right? Yeah. And you know, and that was through blood. Uh, let's just call it, you know the usual blood, sweat, tears. You know, yeah. putting the time and playing the fucking game and and everything else and doing it the right way. But then you get these other people like Apex Master Boosters where you pay somebody fucking $20 to throw your account into a, into a, into a bot lobby to get you a fucking 20 bot to get you a 20k badge and a 4k damage badge. Like, it doesn't mean yeah. anything anymore. There's nothing to earn. So when you get these fucking boosted monkeys in in these yeah. higher tier lobbies the quality of the game is going to go down Brother. and nah, then let's even look at what valorant did Apex. let's it's... look at the what valorant just did for this act alone was how Faye put it and it's the best way to put it scorched, scorched earth, earth motherfucker yeah. Yeah. they burned yeah. everything to the ground because yeah, remember, there were uh, more ascendants, more immortals, more fucking radiance than their fucking sh- well, okay, the radiant is capped, but there's more immortals and ascendants. You yeah, know, you, they, you know, you you remember DJ though, right? Redwood, yeah. he's like a he's a high plat tier player, yeah, and he got sent back to bronze. Scorched Earth, motherfucker. Yeah, now it didn't bronze. Like so, yeah. it didn't hit me so hard me, because I went from like bronze three to iron three whatever that's a whole lot but that's because there's nowhere else for me to probably go (laughs) yeah let me let me let me say something when i say that it's fine what i mean to say is like it's i i don't like it either but it's one of those things that you can't really there's nothing you can do about it unless that like valorant tracker and stuff comes in the game 
and then they can actually see like oh this is a little sus that you oh, yeah let's look at my um, one league yeah. of legends placement games a 99 percent <laughs> win yeah. rate lee sin jungle who is only earning 10 lp a fucking game but I will say it is really annoying. But at the end of the day, I really don't think it brings that much harm to the overall health of the game because the booster can only be playing one account at a time. One and then bad once game he's done, isn't gonna fucking, fucking one bad game like, shouldn't ruin the experience. Like you get all these people that bitch and bitch and bitch. Like it's my teammates, yeah. it's my teammates, it's never my fault. But then when you analyze their fucking gameplay, why did you push up yeah. into that space? Why did you take that one v three? Why did you swing that corner? Why didn't you 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 know? There's yeah, all it's, one game shouldn't define a career. It doesn't like hold issues, up, you know what I mean? But also, I guess you're also right. Like one bad game with an ascendant booster that yeah. you could either win or lose does yeah, should, doesn't affect the quality of the game. But like that's valor, you know, that's one. It affects the integrity for sure. It affects the integrity, but like Apex 2, right? Mm-hmm. Um, It's easy uh, with the with the smaller player base for apex it's easier to requeue with these people in masters in pred in diamond i mean jesus christ black players are playing in pred lobbies because the population is so small yeah there's not there's not a big uh, but you know like all, the one yeah, thing apex i love about is kind of jumped the shark you know they the hit one thing falling off i love about life. valorant right and for those of you ever will fall off though because apex is like the only really good competitive battle royale mm-hmm. and I, I don't yeah. really see anyone else dipping into the battle royale scene at this point yeah, battle royales are dead like the, the yeah. you know the new hotness is uh serv- like extraction looter shooters yeah extraction yeah. looters cycle yeah. and, tarkov and hell see, even like, destiny's like making a swing and darker like yeah, marauders, yeah, marauders. Taking, like, the best of those things and, Ooh, the and my of battle royales of them all dark and dark <laughs> Dark and Darker goes Now, the one thing I want to mention for like We should talk about Dark and Darker. I just have one more point on Valorant, right? And this is the one thing that I love about the Valorant devs and what they did with their rank system. They come out and say, if you are at the rank you're supposed to be at, then why are you complaining? This is your peak. This is where you... That's where you belong. Right, mm-hmm. which is why there's the system of like double rank up. So like when you make like when it's Timmy was doing his fucking Iron Two Radiant Challenge, right? He played I think maybe ten ten games and he was already fucking he was already thinking fucking plat playing in diamond lobbies. He broke the threshold of plat and was already in diamond lobbies. Like the MMR, like Valorant has a really really good MMR system that I thoroughly yeah. enjoy because they're. And when the when the rank reset happens, right, they put you a little lower than where you were, because if you are already that rank. If you already achieved that rank once or twice or whatever, however, what was happening in your season, you should be able to hit it again. And guess what? If you don't, then, you know what? Maybe do some inner looking and go. Maybe it was a fluke. I hit fucking gold. Or plat. Maybe it was a fucking fluke. Maybe there's more I need to do to be able to stay in that threshold. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I love about Valorant ranked, right? Or like the people are sitting there going, "I'm an immortal player. I'm this and that." But then you look at their act triangle. Half of it's a quarter or two fourths of it's fucking purple. A smaller chunk of it's green, and they got one. They got one red in their act rank. 
It's like, bro, you're not an immortal player. You hit it once and you stop fucking playing. Like, fill yeah. the triangle, bro. It's like, a spectrum, like autism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> actually, it actually probably measures it perfectly. Yeah, the exactly. Spectrum, exactly. The triangle. Yeah. Exactly. It's fucking fantastic, and I love it. But yeah, so I'm going to take a piss. Let's segue into dark and darker and the issues. I'll let you guys spearhead uh, this since I've been talking a lot. So for a lot of you out there that don't know what dark and darker is, it is a dungeons and dragons themed uh extraction game it's not a shooter at all but it falls into that same like flavor as uh, tarkov Sako frontier in the way that everyone spawns into the dungeon uh the zone pushes you it's got like that little bit of battle royale mechanic too where the zone pushes you in and you you know you fight for loot and and try to get out of the dungeon and this was developed by a small indie company called Iron Mace Games. And what is going on right now with Dark and Darker, it's been removed from the Steam storefront. And these developers, Iron Mace Games, are undergoing a lawsuit from Nexon, a Korean game developer who is more famously known for the Maple Story franchise. Mm-hmm. And the ale- the allegation in this suit is basically that uh the founders of Iron Mace Games like used to work at Nexon on a project called P3 that was only disclosed with a single screenshot and a brief announcement very brief and this lawsuit is over like uh fair trade practices because in Korean law the trade practice means that uh if you have a concept or an idea that could be monetized and you like announce it first you have like a right to it in some way or shape or form it's different than copyright law here in the united states it's different than europe and here's one thing that's really interesting about that is the the employee that went over was a concept artist yes and he wasn't a coder or anything like that. Um, so the lawsuits, like all the different things, they're 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 talking about like in-game UI and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, which, from what I understand, the person that came from Nexon actually had no part in doing. Um, which is interesting. But I will say this: the time frame is extremely sus. No, like, no, not the background of culture. <laughs> oh, lordy. <laughs> Let them notice. My, my, oh, I use that no. gift a lot. Yeah, let them notice. Uh, yeah. Let them notice. Um, but that but is yeah, the I, general reaction the of the public to Dark and Darker when it came yeah, out. right there. Yeah. The timeline is suspect, but the grounds of the lawsuit aren't... They, they don't have a lot of purchase. Um, yeah. I think they did steal some shit, but I think that they covered their ass enough to where I don't think they can really be taking legal action against yeah. I believe it was one peg who made a uh, video discussing a different like hack and slash game from like the late two thousands that had mm-hmm. like a lot of the similar mechanics, like it mechanically played like it was like PVP, like straight up like PVP with like, you know, fantasy characters, not necessarily mm-hmm. the same subclasses as in dark and darker, but a lot of the same ones were there. Yeah. And they have the, like the similar like hack and slash like pacing combat mechanics. And 
like those guys aren't going after it. I feel like those guys would have a more fair lawsuit there. They're suing in Korea because the laws are like, you know, they're based in Korea. Their laws are different as well. And more favorable the to the situation. That Iron Mace Games released, um, comparing what uh what Nexon was uh targeting and like where they actually got it. So yeah. um I know a lot, a lot of their of assets things, come from the Unreal Engine marketplace as yeah, well. So yeah, so a lot of them were coming from the Unreal Engine, and the ones that weren't were like, you used Claymore Sword as the name for this file, and it's like, well, that's the name of the sword. <laughs> yeah. It's a clay. Yeah. It's, it's historically you can't, you can't the same sword. sword. Yeah, yeah, you can't trademark it. Yeah. yeah, it's like, it's... It's so different there were a lot weapons, of things like, like that. You know, you see in like FPS games, right, where like guns and shit. Have well, to get let's their name talk about like Borderlands guns, right? Like it. Sure, the gun. Like you have weapon companies, or even like Destiny, right? You have weapon companies, the, these fantasy weapon companies developing these style of guns with you know similarity perks because of their brand but like obviously all the different perks but let's look at the fucking names of these like half these fucking guns right like mm. the last word thorn uh what's the what's the fucking wild ass borderlands to borderlands gun name like uh fucking the conference the call yeah the conference call right like the the, the point of like yeah. to me when you're coming up with like weapon names is you want them to be unique you want them to be creative to the point to where, like, these players can, I guess you could say, relate to them up to a point, or, like, the the name, the aesthetic. Like, when I think Thor, and I think back to fucking Destiny 1, Trials of Osiris, and that gun drop, that was the, when you had Thorn, Thorn in your fucking hand, you were just losing that, you were losing that game, or winning that game. Yeah, Nexon is basically, like, trying to copyright basically like the term smg to like what? put it put it into like perspective like they're trying to copyright like basically they're saying you use claymore that's our thing yeah we okay. have claymore okay. so, like, no like, actually wait did you guys know yeah. well speaking on like the name trademarking like claymore did you guys know i think it was either like marvel or dc actually trademarked the word hero really yeah it it's marvel. like an actual thing yeah, it was one of those two companies trademarked the word like superhero or like yeah, the word or something like that they trademarked that word so that's why you get like in some of these shows like my hero academia mm-hmm. you know like they're like they they like you know they name different things yeah. like superpower like something like that like you know they have these yeah. different things or like copyrights out of control when dude. you look at like like when you look at like an anime like ruby right they Ooh. are heroes like they are heroes in the game but they can't call them he is superheroes because they're power oh, so they're hilarious monster energy have y'all heard about monster <laughs> oh, yeah. energy yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Small indie devs game insane. devs over the word monster and yeah the way trademark works in the states is you can own that name if you're in a different like sector like you know like you can be monster in video game, right? Like you could be a monster, mm-hmm. like monsters, like video game or something, and it doesn't apply. Monster to the same Hunter, market. the video game, right? Yes, Monster, yeah, like Monster Hunter. Hunter. Let's just do that. There's literally the name, of the title, Monster, but Monster Energy can't go to yeah. Steam and like sue them or whoever the game developer was a Monster Hunter and go, they have Monster in their title. 
we want yeah we want like, money it, yeah like you have a claim to your like name in your market so say someone goes and makes a fucking restaurant called rogue AI. Like Rogue AI restaurant, we're not gonna sue them. Oh, that's fucking. Do stupid. we even technically we have the? Do we even have the trademark? Do we even have a trademark? Hey, I, I was maybe, getting on maybe, that. Maybe yeah, before this episode yeah, comes yeah, out, you should. We'll get back to you on that. We'll get back yeah. to you on that one. Yeah, let's actually like hold on. Hours, I got a hours at the <laughs> front. Domain. That's like eight hours at the circuit court. GoDaddy.com. That's a road trip. I do own the web domain for uh, the org that we used to have. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I could always like. Yeah, I could always. I own the web domain for it. (laughs) But yeah, no, like yeah, the copyright thing and like DMCA and just general plagiarism. It applies to your market. Yeah. It applies to your market, and you know what? All I gotta say is this: don't cheat on your test, kids. People have lost scholarships over fucking plagiarizing. Yeah, well, like, you oh, know, we, got, like, we got Chad GBT now. We don't have to worry. Yeah, about you're that. right. We got Chad G. Actually, yeah, I think you can no, run full, there was a, thing, there was a university downs. teacher that straight up, like, you know, like got. I think he said, like, if I catch you guys using Chad GBT, you're getting an automatic failure. Like, you're fucked. I mean, yeah, I yeah feel but like that's why you put in ChatGPT, make it not obvious, and then you're good. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. Just, just be like, give me a B plus on this. Page. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah there's you. like different filters. Like yeah. you're an average C student, but then all of a sudden you write this like, oh, like essay. I was born a coal miner's daughter, and <laughs> I've been a C plus student my whole life. Could you yeah. give me a C like, plus like, uh, Harvard review? Here, like you know, where like I'm turning this in, but I have massive milkers. <laughs> like I love the Listen, meat. I love we measure the... de- dick size from asshole to tip. Okay, yeah, that's how we, that that's how exactly we do it. Exactly do it. I love the memes I've seen. Seven of, like, right here, man. Of like essays, of like I had to write my teacher an essay on genocide, and then they just like all of a sudden you just hear the Attack on Titan opening, and they're like, oh, <laughs> the reason why for genocide. Oh god! Yeah, I, dude, what the fuck with Attack on Titan, dude? It was like Final I Part. Watched, I haven't watched the second part. Final yeah. Part. I haven't watched final the second Final Part three. Part it, it's yeah, there's it doesn't it's not over. There's no. There's, yeah. there's got to be more. Yeah, there's there's more. more. Like that's another good, season but, after but this. I, say this. I, follow, like, I follow a account on Twitter called Out of Context Manga. The ending for Attack on Titan manga wise is already posted. Yeah, it's been and out I for un- years. I unfortunately spoiled myself. So yeah, that's I know awesome. the ending as well, but the, yeah. the hope out there is that there is an anime original ending. That's what everyone's speculating. So, yeah. but see the issue, yeah, like, like Evangelion has like four different endings. Yeah, like a Full Metal Alchemist has two different endings. You have Alchemist, Alchemist, and you have Brotherhood. Alchemist was Dude. got ahead of the got ahead of the manga, had to write their own ending. Then you got Brotherhood that did a more speed runny kind of they like sped run and hit the crucial points yeah i, I watched brotherhood is the one brotherhood is the one you want to watch now that we're segueing into anime apparently weird that's happening <laughs> but yeah i know like plagiarism is you know plagiarism and copyright thing it's a fucking issue like let's look at these fucking streamers that are basically copying emotes like people are getting their like 
basically their dicks cut off for fucking emotes. Like, is that that's been a fucking reoccurring issue on Twitch? Has it not been like you know, like copying yeah, like, emotes and I'm, shit? Yeah, like people. Yeah, yeah like but... somebody does an emote and then like everyone under the sun starts doing the same style of emote and it's fucking. I mean, dumb. you have like I don't have an have, issue like, with the style and stuff like that. I, I don't like have an issue with the style per se, but like if somebody's thing is like panda bears, right? Like, let's just throw out something. You know, somebody who's you know panda bear and they had specific emotes catered to like their like attitude their personality and this that and the other but then you just copy those emotes and put them on your channel directly that's the issue i have uh hey, honestly i feel like yeah, i feel like that's bear. a brand issue yeah i feel we like that's a brand Kylie issue your top around than a plagiarism can, issue. can you elaborate on that a little bit on like how that's more of a brand thing than a uh if someone can take your panda bear emotes and steal them for their channel and it's natural, you probably don't have a unique enough brand. Okay, yeah. well, when you put it like that, that is fair. That yeah, is also enough, fair. Not enough of that brand recognition. I mean, Baru is yeah. like also fair. Baru's the most famous, yeah, it's kind of like, like, their Baru's like panda emotes. Yep. Yeah. It's kind of unfair to be like, I'm the panda streamer. No one else can use pandas now. It's like, well, well, yeah, let's look at all the fucking can. let's look at all the bunny streamers, right? Like, yeah, like, let's let's like, like no, no dig on on my friend Uwu bunny herself. Like, she's pretty cool. I've played games with her. She's good shit. Listen, but like, me and, me and that mock YouTuber, uh, yeah. either we're either either we're gonna like meet it one day and, uh, and Redwood, you should probably not talk about be like female enemies. Uh, YouTubers or streamers with that gif in the background. What do you mean, dude? What do you mean? I'm not saying anything bad. I'm not saying anything bad. I don't know. I'm getting like your aura. No, that's just a lamp. Okay, that's a lamp. I don't know the fuck you're talking. About, yeah, uh, yeah, she's a no, but, I'm, but I'm, but like, I get yeah. what you're yeah. saying. Okay. It's Someone's not a dig on me, anybody. It's not a dig on anyone. Just trust me. It, it's not a dig on anyone. You know, I um, I do generally respect all creators and what they do until they do something fucking stupid. Yeah. Also, with like emotes, like that's something for like your community to give to your community and stuff like you're that. Right. I okay. don't, I don't really get the drama behind like that like well, i wasn't feel like the emo artist with the whole baru situation like wasn't that also another thing i feel like too? it's like i, I feel like oh, it's I like remember. the same vibes of like people being baru mad like situation? if i was mad about uh hot it, yeah, the baru situation well, like, their when fans the aren't gonna come watch me in. no exactly and that's exactly what like amaranth said is like the difference between the hot tub streams and the gaming streams is this. They are there for the hot tubs. That's they're just there it. For the, they're there for the yeah. titties. They're not here. As, they're as for the queen moves. of small streamers herself, Amaranth, you know, we got to tab moves. her every day. We got to help her okay. out, you know. But, like, the other thing I also <laughs> tell, told people, like, when I was, when I was, you know, interviewing creators and whatnot, and they would ask me my opinions on be like, dude, I really don't give a fuck. I was like, that's what they're there for. And guess what? If that's what they're there for. But they also like gaming. I got to find a way to be more entertaining than titties, dog. Like, let's just be yeah, realistic. If, if, if you are playing COD 12 hours a day and bitching about the hot tub streamers, maybe get yourself some better content, brother. Like, yeah. let's be realistic. Your content probably like fucking sucks. 
if yeah. that's what you think. Like, but like bringing it back to you can outperform the titties though. It makes you feel like, so good. I don't think you're ever going to lose your audience because someone else used your. Well, emotes, it's not a matter I mean. of like losing audience. It's just the only reason why I bring it up is because there's been an issue with this before. That's the only reason why I brought it up. And I was just kind of curious mm-hmm. on like the, the whole Baru situation and the emotes and whatnot. And you're right. Then, yeah, no, Baru's kind of situation a, wasn't really about the emotes. I'm just saying I'm he's the most prevalent like streamer that yeah. has Panda Bear emotes because y'all use right. pandas as an example. Mm-hmm. But Baru's drama that he was in was like a uh Then maybe I'm just over, I'm overthinking drama. It. I'm, yeah. I'm overthinking it. Yeah, but I remember like, hearing like there's yeah, but you know that you know yeah, you're right. Then I yeah, I'm Baru's over, drama I'm was like a streamer it. friend accusing him of being like a master like, you know, like a master manipulator. Yeah. That was the, the whole deal. It wasn't really over the emotes per se. Right. Okay. Well, then, yeah. Then I'm over. Then I've overthought it, and yeah, and whatnot. I, was, I mean, I just mentioned Baru because y'all were talking about Panda Bear. Yeah, so that's I was like, fair. The, okay, the number one panda guy on yeah. Twitch. So yeah, but no, you're right. And Baru is yeah, also right. a guy it's that a, it is more of a brain in, issue than it is really anything else. In so. my opinion, so. like Baru is one of those streamers that I didn't find entertaining personally, and I can only see the only selling point of any of his subs would be, like, the fucking massive library of panda emotes that he has. You know, people spam them in other people's chats all the time. I see, I've, right. I've had them in my own chat before. Like, I don't really care when people use other people's emotes in yeah, my chat. Yeah, I really don't I care. issues with the people whose emotes they're using in my chat. Yeah, right? like, 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 I, like, I'm gonna look at my past stream, right? Say you... Put one of your emotes in my stream. The Faye whole yeah. game with Madara looking at it, doing his whole eye thing with Brother, the. I use my, like, I use me, my own emotes in anyone's chat. Bro. I, I like, really don't I give do. a shit if somebody, and that's not me. Like you know, Faye and I are friends, and the, you know whatever. I don't care if he comes into my stream and says, "Hey, you know, da 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 da, you know, blah blah blah. How are you doing? Da da da. Hey, I'm going live. I'll talk to you. Like, I don't care if he does that. I really don't mm-hmm. care if somebody comes into my stream and uses another streamer's emote. I really don't give a shit. Yeah. But like. I, I think the emotes are fine, but if if someone comes in and is like, "Oh, I'm going live," I think that's a little that's the issue I, don't think I have. It's a big that's the yeah, issue I have with. It's yeah, you about like, yeah, I'm about to come you in can't hotter just than a pop into my stream. Like, like, this yeah. is an issue I'm having with <laughs> yeah. one of my viewers right now. He's mm-hmm. so when I you know when I was doing in the in episode six act one right the first chunk of Valorant Ring. I didn't have an agent main. I was doing random agents the entire fucking act, and that's what I oh. did. Mm-hmm. Well, Ooh, I, I know, it was I a. I was, was playing a, with you. Yes, yeah. yes. It I was, was a. It you. was like a Reina v Reina game, right? Like I was a Reina. I got, yeah. got Reina on a roll. She's my main. This kid got Reina on her. Uh, whatever, picked her. I don't give a fuck. I dumpstered this kid. Like it was. It wasn't even a contest. Then the next time I ran into him again in another game because it's piss slow dumpstered him again comes into my stream you know and that's when i was doing those self-promoing after fucking valorant games because i really didn't care mm-hmm. um you know and all that he popped into my stream this that and the other and he got and into so a, I'm, uh, I'm he got into a to, swift play with us too like i'm trying to like yeah. teach the kid the etiquette of twitch yeah now he's come into my stream on numerous occasions on you know dude you should tab me that's not i straight up told him that's not how this works but then he Mm -hmm. kept pressing the issue 
I said, dude, this is how it works. Like, if that's what you want, well, like, I, unfortunately, I just can't. My PC can't handle running the game tabbing of somebody's stream because Chrome, oh, yeah, because Google yeah, no. Chrome VRAM yeah. and yeah. Um, running Spotify, Discord, and the stream and the game at the same time. It's 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 a bit of a struggle. And, and I'm not going to sack dominates my, my PC and it's nothing against any of my friends. Dominates if, if I could have all their streams up while I'm streaming, I would do it. And I'm looking y'all in the eyes and yeah. saying that. And but unfortunately, I'm not going to sack my stream quality for it. And they all understand it. You know, like they all get it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I hope you do. Like, yeah, like I wouldn't expect Faye to sack his stream quality to keep me tapped. I wouldn't. I yeah, don't expect I, that of him. Like, I, I don't I, expect Lamp to do the same thing. Yeah, I don't get butthurt. It's like I don't get butthurt when, you know, if but you're I'm trying to teach this kid the right? etiquette of Twitch. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to teach like, him it. Right. Yeah. And this and, is another instance on that same bit. Like, I wouldn't get butthurt if you were streaming at the same time as me. You started before me and I'm going. And you don't raid. Like, I don't care, bro. Like, if you didn't want right. to raid, and yeah. And uh, it's something I, well, raid, I didn't have anybody in chat, a big, so like, be it. It's something Raiding's I, like a big networking thing. So if you're yeah, already, yeah. like, playing with someone, like, it just doesn't, it's just not very efficient. Well, like, like after cream team nights. Hey, after yeah. cream team nights. Hey, guys, which one of y'all are still going to be streaming? Oh, Faye, you're still going to be streaming for another couple hours? You know, raid out to Faye. Or, like, I at everybody in my stream titles now because that's a fantastic fucking feature that you yeah, can that's add a, that's somebody a good in one. your stream title and your viewer doesn't have to leave their stream to go watch that person now. Mm-hmm. It's pretty nice and it's a fantastic thing. If you aren't using it, use it. But back to this kid, I'm trying to teach him the etiquette. And then he sits there and he's going, give me mod, bro. That's not how this works. Well, then he got a, then he was getting a little upset that I was playing with Lamp. I was playing with Raptor. I was playing with yeah. Opto. I'm playing with my mods, right? Because these are yeah, people that I, I trust. Like, I'm playing with the homies, you yeah. know? And he's like, bro, when are you going to do this? When are you going to do this? Like, mm, fucking settle yourself. First off, I already have a big 24-hour stream plan, so I'm not going to be really focusing on playing with the viewers. Nothing against the viewers I have, but... When I have something like that coming into play and I need to practice or level up an account for Valorant ranked, especially for a big streaming event like that, I'm going to want to play with my homies to keep me in a good headspace and a good vibe leading up to that event because they know, you know, they know me. I'm not going to bring in some random kid who I dumpstered in a fucking Valorant game into it and like kill the vibe i've I've set you know yeah. i'm not doing yeah. that it's not gonna fucking like it's a, happen yeah, but like- you know octo was getting ready to ban this kid and i stopped there i'm like listen you know he's just a dumb kid he doesn't fucking know any better like yeah, let me try like to teach or this something, kid if I remember. Yeah. Like, let yeah. me try to teach this kid what's going on right so, you know, I've kind of taken him under my wing a little bit. Also, this doubles back shit. to if y'all want to go back but, in the podcast and like hear more about this as well, this topic as well. Like I talked to uh, Moss about this, you know, when I had her on the podcast, mm-hmm. yep. she had a really good segment about uh, we did a really good segment about like Twitch etiquette for like streamers. It's, it's like, huge. You go to it's other huge. streamers. Yeah, it goes a long way. You got to network properly. Yeah, you got to be a professional. You got to be professional. You got to do this. You got to do that. 
And, you know, the kid was doing really well. Like, he was maintaining his etiquette pretty well. I hate to say it, but I almost kind of feel like his dad for Twitch. You know, showing him the etiquette. So I rewarded him with a raid. I had, like, seven or eight viewers. Um, you know, like my, and I rated out to him. All eight viewers went to his stream. It was a big push for him. And he, and he appreciated that. And I was like, great, you know, da, 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 da. Well, now he's kind of taken a few steps back. So I haven't rated him out or done anything like that. But then, you know, it's also kind of hard to tab him when he's going live four times in a day and I'm fucking trying to drive a semi. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, I, it's, I it's think I've dropped into his chat before as well, and like giving yeah. him like general and then like advice, and then like, like Dave, right? Asylum Dave, like he's been in your stream, Faye, a few times. I'm sure, you know, I'm sure I might have like rated. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's popped in. Like yeah, he's been in your like yeah, yeah he's no, been in my Valor stream pretty night. consistently. Yeah, we played yeah, Valor last night, right? Dave yeah. also streams. Well, Polly's in my chat. God, I just name dropped. That's not what I want to do, but fuck it, it's too late. Kids in my chat. Dave is chatting to me, asking if he Brother, can if he's made it this far into the podcast, he's yeah, already heard exactly. that 14-year-old shit. So, <laughs> so Dave, right? I know Dave personally. I went to high school with the kid, right? So I know yeah. him IRL. I know he's a good dude. I know he's not going to do anything fucking stupid or try to bring down the vibe. In fact, he's going to try to keep up with the vibe. Well, he asked him outright, Dave, why did you ban me in your stream? He goes at asylum in my stream at asylum day. I read the chat. Ah, I fucking hate uh, that shit. Dude. Why did you ban me? I'm like, and I, was, I, I just was like, fuck, man. Like I couldn't even respond to it because I didn't want to put pressure on Dave to want to have to try to answer that, especially being in the VC. You know, there was yeah. fucking seven or eight of us in my live in my live channel on my in my Discord yeah. last night. Like, and, and yeah, we you were know, just he's, goofing off. Dave's yeah. a good kid. He's a really really good kid. He's a good person. He. D- I just didn't want him to feel overstimulated because there was already a lot of people in here and I didn't want to overstimulate him and then to uh, throw him on the spot reading that message out. I read it in my head and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to say that out loud. Uh If Dave wants to answer it, I will let Dave answer and Dave never did. And honestly, that was probably the right approach. Yeah. You know, so like trying to teach people Twitch etiquette, you know, I'm not going to sit there and go into phase chat and go, hey, man, go and lie. I, I'm not doing that. You know, I'm going to talk to him mm-hmm. a little bit. You know, like for my friends, when I have the money to spare, I'll drop, I'll give five subs at a crack and, you know, support their stream and whatnot. Like it's, you know, Faye, Poser, I can't yeah. do it to Chris. Um, I've done it to Raptor, Octo, anybody, you know, all the Skyline people I've donated yeah. subs to. And I've asked you yeah. not and, but to then donate sit, to me but because then it'll it's be like, like, you know, like, then, I, don't care. I don't want Twitch subs. But now if you are being asked, like Fail asked me, hey, man, are you live? What are you doing right now? He'll ask mm-hmm. me that. The difference with Twitch etiquette and like me saying I'm going live, like if you're being outright ass and you answer the question, that's okay. Yeah, like. But you just mm-hmm. cannot pop into somebody's stream and go, I'm live. You should tab me. Fuck off. Get the yeah, fuck like, away from me. I... Like the... Get hey, the ahead, fuck Faye. away from me, especially if I've been trying yeah. to teach you. Like, you're I, on I your last sure. leg, Polly. You fuck up one more time, I'm banning you. I'm just going to say that outright. Fuck yeah, it. Yeah, I, I always make sure whenever I'm in chat, which isn't a lot because I'm, I'm No, but you're, you're bouncing around. You're doing but, it. Um, what I will do is I, I won't, I will never tell people I'm going live or something. I'll just be like, all right, I got to go now. Or But if I want to play but a we game know or something, that. I'll ask. 
but we but, know um, that or like you're already live saying yeah, dead, for, but, for people that don't know him well like you still but, it's the same like rule to apply exactly but, the, the yeah. same rule i i could have just met Faye yesterday and i would still want to try to have that proper etiquette mm-hmm. you know and it's the yeah. same thing i i have i have some problems too with people coming in Especially like asking to play something or something. Oh, I'm it's sure. Like already you, have a plan is it an issue in your in your tabletop shit. shit? Like, do people come in uh, and yeah. try to ask to like jump in the adventure well, as you guys are like mid questing? Yeah, no. People will be like, "When when when are you gonna do like uh when are you DMing for me and shit like that?" And it's like, dude, like, dude, don't do so that. Much, you don't know how do much that you're to asking. A, don't right do now? that that's to insane. a dungeon master. Like, that's I, insane. The only tabletop game i've ever done is i've always wanted to try D, but i found it uh, to me it felt kind of difficult to get into it because i wanted to try to find the right person who was willing to sit there and have the patience to walk me through it Faye mm-hmm. walked me through monster of the week he you know um and i've asked him numerous times hey man you know i know it's been a minute but you know how how was i as a as a player in your in your mm-hmm. story and yeah, no, you're super good you know yeah. like trying to interact because i yeah. always felt like i was there yeah, were times when i was for our boy, that's why i'm trying to wait for my boy badwick to yeah. open up another campaign well i also when i'm taking new players in well when like i'm like riffing off in dialogue of right when yeah. i'm like riffing off in a dialogue segment right where me and the other players are interacting there are times where i felt like am i hijacking the story right now like is am i doing something that's going to like ruin the experience like i don't want that yeah so with like with like rpgs and tabletop games like there is a lot of like dichotomy and there's a lot of layers and stuff and there's there's a lot of different types of players too that you have to cater to for instance like someone who talks a lot and they're hijacking a story sometimes that's really good Cause there's a lot of people that just don't want to be, have the spotlight on them and they want to, they want to be there. So there are people who are like leaders and they want more attention when they play. And there's other people that want less attention or sometimes no attention um, when they play as well. And a lot of things with these TTRPGs is um, a lot of people get hung up on the rules a lot and it can be very daunting, but at the end of the day, the core concept of it is just people doing some storytelling together. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And so like, it can be very like very scary for a lot of people. They're like, Oh, am I doing this right? And blah, blah, See, blah. And that's how I and... felt in our like first runoff, like, like that first runoff where we found the, where we, you know, the SUV, we were, we were trying to find the radar station or whatever the fucking, we were trying to come up with mm-hmm. a plan and like, you know, that we're in dialogue and it just felt like I was doing a whole lot of talking. But then again, I also like I knew you, Crit, you was imposter and, and poser, but I didn't know you as well as I do now to where it's mm-hmm. like, is this going to ruin the vibe for what these guys have already started? And like I was like riffing off. I was like doing a lot of talking and I was like mm-hmm. worried that I was like hijacking it, but it, it actually played out really well. Yeah, no, it's really good. And that's what really separates a good dungeon master from a bad one. Cause a bad one would see that and be like, Oh, um, we, I need to give everyone an equal amount of spotlight. And that's really just, just baseline, not the case and really shouldn't be the case. Cause there are more people there that will just really like to listen to like someone like getting into their character, doing some role play and taking the lead. And that's perfectly fine. I mean, that's, that's how like most situations are. I mean, there's a leader and there's some followers and sometimes it switches mm-hmm. around and everyone gets their, their point and everyone gets their, 
what they want out of the campaign. And as a dungeon master, you just have to know how to um, how yeah, to really the flow. Just, uh, gaslight and manipulate your yep. characters so they all get what they want. And see, this is my payback to favor yeah, shackling. You go the with the flow couch. and you pull strings. Like, yeah, that's, it's just, no, it, that you just be. yes and, and you yes and, and you yes and. And eventually, I mean, you'll just get something special as long as you cater to your players. And you do, sometimes there are like some bad eggs. And there's like, that's why you have to be very careful on who you like bring on and like do um, TTRPG stuff with because you should always have a session zero and just really just telling people this is what we're doing this is kind of how it's gonna go and this is what you can expect and I, i'm pretty sure i told you that i'm like mm -hmm. listen uh like this is your character this is what you're yep. gonna be trying Faye, to do they sent me the books we went through it page for page and he said if there's something you don't understand or if there's a situation that comes up in the thing he in a fate in a sense like I wouldn't say pause the story, but went from like the dungeon master storytelling to almost like personifying like a god giving you advice kind of shit. Yeah, like he, like, I, he I think played, a really good he played into the questions a lot. Yeah, a really good example, I think, and it's and it was in, in that one with the alien or whatever you guys had. Uh, you had you had the uh, the the computer yep. and Simposter wanted to, he's like, well, I'm like supposed to be a hacker guy. Can I, can I use a flash drive to hack this? Yeah. And instead of telling him, no, there's not a, uh, there's not like, there, there's no thing for this. I was like, all right, this is what you're going to do. Roll a you're check. Gonna take, Roll yeah, a check gonna, for gonna, it. We're going to do a manipulate person's uh, manipulate someone role. But instead of using your charm skill, we're going to use your sharp skill. And basically, you're going to try to manipulate the computer and you're going to roll with these rules that are in place. And then yeah. I took what he wanted to do. And instead of saying no and gatekeeping like that's not in the rules, it's it's really easy to take existing rules and just tweak them to make it an actual yep. thing. Bending and, them just enough to like not fully yeah. break the story. Yeah. And then so instead of um, and then that's that facilitates what he wanted to be. And then he got to be that character. Or like, um, and um, like for like the one example of that personifying to the character, right? My character, mm -hmm. the loner, you know, like we developed a backstory that like my wife and kid were, uh, you know, were killed by the devil himself, right? All mm -hmm. because of what my what my old man did, because I basically took over the in a sense family business, but me and my dad didn't really get along. He did nine eleven. Yes, went to my dad doing nine eleven. That was awesome. Oh, which is so funny. Yeah, but, so but the Damn, funny part about it was too this, much, right? So my like my character is like, oh, what's your name? I didn't say my last name because I was upset with like my family name, you know, like taking into that character of like, I'm upset with my family name. And then when I actually ran into the devil in one of our adventures, I got into the character of, I lost my shit. And I, nobody knew what my last name was. The only one who knew what my last name would have been is Faye. And then I did like the dramatic name drop of like, why I don't talk about it. And then he gaslit me and my dad doing 9-11. It was awesome. Uh, <laughs> he, was, he was like, he was like, you don't even know what your father did. 
he did 9-11. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, what? Wait, what? Like, yeah. Oh. He was like, yeah. It really set me back because I had an office oh, in that no. building. But he, he did <laughs> yeah. 9-11. And then he's like, what? And then that's like... I play a really good devil. He did, I'll say he it. Did. Yeah. And it made me like, then yeah. I like think to myself is put my pistol back in my holster. I got to make a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this. Y'all don't mind me like not calls. saying much because I've never played any tabletop RPGs, but I've always wanted to get into uh, D&D. It's just I'm too damn stupid to fill out a stat sheet. Well, yeah, no, but see, that's uh, where Faye really was good. really good because we looked yeah. at the stat sheet together. I got a piece of paper and a pen, yeah. and I, you know, I basically traced the, this sheet, and we did everything. And you know, Faye is yeah. a really, really good DM. If if he comes to you, he goes, "I want you to be a part of this adventure." Take the opportunity to do it seriously. Like, oh yeah, whether you're I definitely new, do want exper- to. When you're new, yeah. experienced. Doesn't matter. He took yeah, me, um, who was who liked the concept of D anD D, but was too scared to get into it, and broke it down and helped me out. Yeah, I like, used to do this thing, uh, and I called it Sunflower Quest. And what I would do is I would just get hammered, and then people <laughs> would just make characters, and then I just fucking run an adventure. And just like you don't need rules, you don't need anything. As a DM, you can be like, oh, uh, you you got to give the players a challenge, of course, but. You don't really need to operate off the rules as long as you're facilitating what the player wants, making a good narrative and just really, uh, you know, having fun. Like there's there's like there's a lot of nerds that really like crunch the numbers, but nerds don't know how to have fun. Right. Yeah, I have a friend as well that like, you know, crafts like his like own campaigns mm-hmm. and like really puts like, good thinking into it. And he got mm-hmm. new, you know, he's guided a lot of new players through. It's uh, our friend, my friend Badwick Redwood, mm-hmm. and he's cool. He's cool as fuck as well. Like he's a good DM from the streams of yeah. his that I've seen. I, there was like a I character do... in one of his games that uh, like killed a guard, like ripped the guard's arm off, and then started <laughs> like feeding the other guards the other dead guards' <laughs> arm. Are. Awesome. Sometimes that's what the people <laughs> want, you know. Yeah. Like straight yeah. up fucking savage. Yeah, yeah. and th- you can take those things and you can really get people invested in the game if you're like if you're good enough at it. Like for instance, like with Redwood, like like making like all of a sudden being like, wait, maybe the b- devil isn't the bad guy here. All of a sudden that brings him yeah. so far into the world where he he ha- he just fucking put his gun away and he's like that's insane i need Whereas to think if you about look at this it, yeah if you look at it like in a gameplay perspective you're like the devil's right there why aren't you fighting him it's like well all of a sudden it's, it's your dad did 9 11 your character's yeah, your character's world yeah. is shattered more or yeah, less yeah, yeah my yeah, whole my brings, whole identity the whole the one of the whole like, reasons lives. why i got yeah. into the monster hunting business was because yes me and my old man didn't get along but he taught me how to do this and my town was like a i think what was the backstory like my town was like retired monster hunters or type shit where like i learned stories Um, or like i heard things yeah it was something like like that like i grew up in a small town where we all based that everybody was so i grew up around that field and that's what Mm. i got into with my led zeppelin t-shirt and cargo pants (laughs) (laughs) yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah so 
Real quick, I want to do this quick segment, Faye. So you 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 like Valorant, right? Like you enjoy it, right? Yeah. Well, I've seen this thing on TikTok, right? 20 seconds, rapid fire questions, okay? But actually mm-hmm. for you, I'll make it like 30 seconds. So I'll give you 30 okay. seconds. I'll rapid fire some questions, all right? All right. So I'm going to start the timer. Ready? Three, two, okay. one, go. Vandal or Phantom? Uh, Phantom. Favorite map? Uh, Haven. Uh, favorite agent? Um... Uh, Probably uh cipher. Smokes or flashes? Uh flashes. Dream Valorant lineup. Like agent wise. Uh, like a whole team. Yeah, like whole like five agents. Um Reyna, Jet, uh Sova, Killjoy, uh fucking Brimstone. All right, I mean, it was over for 30, 30 seconds, but that doesn't matter. Like, it was just the oh, idea of like, right, the rapid hold fire. On. Hold on, let me try that. Like, all do, right, do all it right, for all me right. now. All right, I only, so I'm, I, like, you know, once again, same thing, 30 seconds on the clock. Vandal uh, or Phantom? Vandal. Vandal. Favorite, uh, favorite agent? Brimstone. Favorite map? Split. Smokes or flashes? Smoke. Dream Valorant lineup? All right. Chamber, Sky, <laughs> Brimstone, Jet, and Reyna. You only you're only saying Chamber because I fucking dumpstered you and did Jazz. Uh, no, <laughs> I mean no, I mean I've seen other people play Chamber. Yeah, and no, Chamber's a chat. Chamber's a Chamber's a Very useful, like the uh, yeah, the the tripwire is very useful. I'm pretty sure you didn't have any smokes in that team. No, I had Brimstone. No. Yeah. Oh, Brimstone. He right, was yeah. Jazz was Reyna. He was Brimstone. Dave played Jet and I played Chamber. And after like two rounds, I asked him, I was like, do you guys just want me to utilize only to like make it fair? Because I like I had the most experience out of anyone I in was that like, custom game. I was game. just like, motherfucker, bring so Chamber like, into the next game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I didn't play Chamber at all. So, all right. So, no, all right, somebody, all right, somebody <laughs> hit me with it. Somebody hit me with the rapid fire. Somebody get it. Somebody get a stopwatch. Fuck, I don't have either. <laughs> I don't have the questions. Do you want me, to, do you want me to type out the questions? If I, if I you already know them, over just, in just Discord. All right, all right, I'm sure so, you already have all do, your yeah, answers. Yeah, so for me, it's Vandal. Uh, <laughs> favorite agent, Chamber, because, you know, he's the big get bandit. Uh, my mm. favorite map, uh, Haven. Uh, I like, uh, you know, this, that, and the other. Um, I have to say Smokes. And my Valorant Agent Dream Team lineup is Reyna, Chamber, Fade, Jet, and KJ. Nice. You got Reyna for a selfish duelist. You got Fade for an info initiator. Um, Chamber for, you know, he can play like a duelist, but he can also kind of play like a sentinel. Um, then you got KJ, you know, so you can, you know, two people that can hold sights on their own up to a point. And then Jet for extra set of smokes and to take space. And yeah. So I think it's an all right lineup. I think it would do pretty well. Mm-hmm. So, all right, Faye, one last question here before we wrap this up and I'll let Will do the outro. For your streaming career, do you have any big projects or anything big in the works 
and they could be anything new projects and maybe any potential um, sponsors that you're might be looking at you know like like what like what is going to be next what is going to be upcoming in Faye holiday's twitch career i i want to do more irl golfing streams this uh coming up mm -hmm. um i'm gonna be trying to do another uh D, D uh campaign every other thursday um I wouldn't mind do I want to do like a little bit more IRL streams. Respectable. Uh, mostly like, the golf ones. Uh, like the golf one the golf ones are fun when I'm just out on the fucking ooh, golf cart and drinking. Ooh, you mean out yeah, you mean out you mean out on the uh green and not yeah. like mini golf. Yeah. Mini yeah, golf yeah, brings no, the like demon the out of me. I ain't even gonna lie. Like mini golf yeah. turns me into fucking John McElroy like like uh, uh Rory McElroy like, yeah, Rory McElroy yeah. everywhere, dude. Dude, no, I'm talking about that dude in tennis that snapped his fucking racket over his knee. <laughs> that's oh, me. Lord. That's me when I play mini golf, bro. I, I swear, it. like I, not regular, so, like out on the green golf, but like mini golf mini in particular. Golf, yeah. I had a girlfriend. One of our dates was mini golfing. We made a bet that the loser bought ice cream and the winner got sprinkles because only winners get sprinkles, right? Mm -hmm. Now, mind you, she didn't golf. I did. Oh, no, I do. I shot Classic. two. I shot two over par. <laughs> she shot like thirty over par, and I looked her dead in the eyes. And she, as the light faded from her eyes, when I got a hole in one on the eighteenth hole and won a free game, <laughs> the light hustled your day. Is what you're telling the me. The light faded from her eyes. I looked back at her when the ball went in the hole. I was like, "Winners get sprinkles." Fucking cry about it. And I just walked oh, off the oh, course. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, 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 and you know what? Because I'm a Sigma male, I didn't buy the ice cream. I didn't feel bad. I took a screenshot. I kept that scorecard. Yep. So fast a reminder. Jimmy's, and she got her Jimmy's rustled. <laughs> <laughs> when when we would go on like the another date, I would tape. I tape the scorecard on the passenger side of the dashboard as a reminder. <laughs> like remember that remember your place i was like hey, baby you ready to go again yeah i was hey, like you want to go a second date out of that or <laughs> oh I, no she was my girlfriend like that was an actual oh, like okay, that was okay. just a date day that we were doing so now i want to see like a stream like i wish like <laughs> shit like tinder wasn't banned on twitch because i want to yep. see somebody go out with the intention of like getting Tinder dates and then going and like beating their ass at mini golf now. or like arcades or some shit. Yeah, right? I thought you were just going to end it at beating their ass. And I'm like, that's crazy. I, I'd watch it, but I'd be in an incognito window. I'm like, fuck, that's insane. You can't beat your Tinder date. Yes, I can, because I got five million power in Rise of Kingdom. You're not six foot. You're not six foot tall. What? <laughs> I've got over five million pounds. Yeah, now I want to. Yeah, yeah, I want to see somebody go on a dating app and like hustle their date <laughs> like in pool or something. You know? Yeah, that'd be like, hilarious. It would be so, so funny. Shit. All right, boys, we got about two hours yeah. and about forty minutes of yeah, recording. Yep, it is uh, time to wrap up. It's and... time to give Faye the key to unshackle himself from the casting couch, and he will always remember the Luberderm Bandit Run One. <laughs> All as right. podcast host so and as always <laughs> ladies and gentlemen thank you for watching the rogue app podcast we appreciate everybody tuning in if you made it this far 
I do want you to comment uh, your favorite uh, color in Magic the Gathering. Uh, let's make that one it. Yeah. And we're going to be putting all of the links to uh, the host's uh, socials. We're going to be putting Faye's stuff in the description, of course. Uh, we want you guys to check him out and uh, subscribe and like his content with Riz. And mm-hmm. with Riz. Tips for Dora. And we do also encourage you guys to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. If you aren't already, I swear to God, if you ain't subscribed to this podcast, I'm going to lose my fucking shit. Yeah, just like all these other YouTubers, 70% of you aren't subscribed to the podcast. Dude, 100% of you bitches aren't subscribed right now. This is like my faith in the people that aren't subscribed and when they don't after watching this. Fucking oh, gone. Yeah, was- it's, it's crushed. <laughs> you crushed my fucking. You crushed my faith. I I need to threaten my viewers more often. Damn, dude. I'm gonna unsubscribe and I'm the fucking host just so I can get crushed like that. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm the host. Hey, hey if you did that, you want to see more of that over, crushing, you gotta subscribe though. So hey. <laughs> yeah, if you crush me with your toes, I might I might I might unsubscribe just to get that feeling. That gif behind Redwood is just chat looking at his yeah. feet. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, all right, like I said earlier, that, she's a moth and that's a lamp. Yeah. But until next time, ladies and gentlemen, you can catch us on Twitter at Rogue Out Podcast. You can also catch us on Spotify if you're watching on YouTube with, uh, with our link. It will be in the description as well. And if you're watching on Spotify, you can follow us on YouTube as well. We also put out little uh, teaser shorts for most of the episodes now. That's what we've been doing. You get mm-hmm. a little preview there. I'm pretty sure that uh, that can clip is going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> With the but, cultured background. Yes. But until next time, ladies and gentlemen, we bid you farewell. Thank you for watching. <laughs>